0: Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, the OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then the OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. Welcome to three hours of the very best am I the jerk stories. Here we go. Am I the jerk for refusing to help my daughter with her car payments because she is a stripper? I am a 47 year old man and I have a 22 year old daughter. She's in college and lives on campus. I agreed to help her make car payments since she was in school. I was recently informed by a young man I work with that my daughter strips at a club about 40 minutes away. I confronted her on this and she said she didn't plan to do it after she graduated and that she needed some money. I told her there work at mcdonald's don't use your body we got into an argument and i asked her to quit stripping and get a decent job then but she refused and said that stripping was easy money so basically i said there was no need for me to pay her car payment anymore since she's making money so easily she got upset and said that that wasn't fair and that she doesn't make enough for that i told her to figure it out she told my wife about what happened and my wife is upset by her job of choice but says it's unfair for me to stop supporting her so suddenly over an argument i think it's perfectly fair It's my money and my decision when to cut it off so okay interesting one here it's one thing not being happy with the line of work that your daughter has chosen to pursue i completely understand that look as a as a parent i think that you should in theory i mean i'm not one so i don't know how hard it is but i think that in theory you should let your child do what they, they want to in terms of their life as long as it's all legal however i'll put my hands up i get it it's not the ideal job for your daughter to have yes fine have your own annoyances about that but when you're immediately therefore deciding to take away support from from her that you've given her for a while and that you don't know how she's gonna react when you just suddenly take it away i think you're being the jerk there no matter what she does for work the fact of the matter is that you agreed to help her make car payments as she is in school and now you've gone against your word for a condition that you hadn't aforementioned that's on you however i will say that the biggest jerk of all in this instance is your co-worker a young man you work with who told you that your daughter strips at a club like what sort of guy first of all is he and second of all does that that's the guy that's really interesting i'll be honest i mean what sort of a man is he also it's 40 minutes away like there's just a lot to unpack there that i don't really want to unpack but also do yeah you're the jerk give your daughter the money that you owed her and you agreed to but that other geezer Weird let's carry on am I the jerk for not letting my miracle baby niece be my flower girl at my wedding I am a 27 year old woman and my older brother and sister-in-law both in their mid-30s Just welcomed their first child a year and a half ago after years of trying after many failed attempts My sister-in-law was told that she wouldn't be able to conceive due to a medical condition She has but they finally got pregnant since having my niece The baby has been the center of attention at every family event we've had since she was born Birthdays weddings family get-togethers you name it now. Don't get me wrong I love my niece But it can get to be a little too much when my sister-in-law goes on and on about how long they try to conceive complications, they've had miscarriages. They've had etc Like a little too much info many family members have commented on how it's a little bit excessive But no one has said anything because they don't want to sound like a jerk Anyway, i'm getting married in the spring and my brother and sister-in-law approached me last weekend about having my niece be the flower girl Now my fiance who is 35 has two children a 10 year old boy and a six year old girl from his previous marriage His son is one of his groomsmen While his daughter had asked to be our flower girl when we told him the news that we were getting married a year ago That's something she's always wanted to do So of course we said yes I explained this to my sister-in-law when she asked me about my niece She asked if my stepdaughter can just carry my niece with her I said, I don't think she'd be comfortable with that considering she is six She then asked why I can't give that role to my niece and allow herself to carry my niece down as the flower girl I said no because I already promised my stepdaughter She then started going off about how my lack of effort to incorporate my niece is disgusting to her I should honor her in some way since i know how long and hard they tried for my niece now i may sound like a jerk for this but i kind of got fed up and snapped and said incorporate my niece how by the time my wedding comes around she'll be two years old the entire family already knows your story about how long and hard you guys try for her what more do you expect me to do to honor her she started crying and said that clearly i don't love my one and only niece and i'm letting her down i said of course i love my niece and obviously she's going to be involved in pictures and stuff But I'm not going to let my stepdaughter down by giving my niece a role she's too young to remember anyway. Well, now my sister-in-law and my brother are fuming with me for not letting my niece be the flower girl. And I'm running around telling the rest of the family that I don't love my niece. My mum had been trying to stay neutral, but she now thinks that my stepdaughter would understand If I explained to her that I need to give that role to my niece What i'm firm in my decision though and my fiance is thankful that I didn't let his daughter down So am I the jerk for not allowing my niece to be the flower girl? I mean, look, sorry to be harsh here guys, but we get it. You had a miracle baby Like how many times do you want to tell me i'm even getting annoyed and i'm just reading the story I'm, not related to you. We get it amazing thing no one's taken away from that fact but come on you're now just intruding on what it sounds like everyone's lives let alone someone's wedding especially given the fact that you've been explicitly told by op here that no my stepdaughter has always wanted to do this but hang on a second we had a miracle baby guys and therefore what i say goes because it's a miracle the clue's in the name you absolute idiot like i'm sorry maybe i'm being a bit harsh there but it's not your day And It's definitely not your miracle baby's day who yes as opie said is never gonna remember this She's gonna be two like what's the point? You're just doing this for your own ego and i'm sorry opie. You're definitely not the jerk, but uh, yeah your sister-in-law She is. Am I the jerk for not wanting to change my first dance song because of my stepsister's association with it? We've chosen our first dance song. My stepsister is not at all happy because she and her ex-husband also had this at their wedding. And she said she has a lot of memories with this particular song. She asked if I could change it. I told her, I get it, but this is what we want, and I don't want to change it. She said she understood, but she's acting different around me, and I could tell that she was mad and upset. Most people who know about this don't think I'm doing anything wrong, but I have my sister. And one of my friends tell me that I am being selfish and not understanding here. So am I the jerk? All right, a little quick one there now I think we need some context for it because if you for your entire life you and your partner your fiance had always wanted this song to be your song, your first dance song, for as long as you've known each other and, and the first day you met, you talked about having this song at your wedding. Yeah, it's a little bit far, but you get what I'm saying. If this was always the plan to have that song, then I get why you'd have your reservations and you wouldn't want to change it. However, from the sounds of it, it just sounds like you just wanna have this song, this particular song. And if that is the case, is there not one other song in the entire world that you could possibly use instead? Because after all, this is gonna be a very troubling, Period for your stepsister seeing you do this and hearing that song. You know, it's just it's just not nice. And there are so many songs. I don't know. It's a tough one, but you could just do the nice thing and change it. And again, it is your day, it is your wedding. You can't, you know, concede to everyone. But it is just a song. Oh my god, sorry. Okay, I've just noticed that OP has left an edit in the comments that I actually have to include. This is mental and changes everything. Right, let's put this up on screen right now. Yes. A few months after they got married. He was in a wreck. He thankfully survived, but has a severe TBI, among other things, and he lives in a specialized nursing home. They got divorced, but my sister still goes on about how she loves him and visits him occasionally. He doesn't remember who she is most of the time, but my stepsister said she apparently sang this song to him, and he looks like he remembers her. Her words. Oh my god. Come what may from the movie Moulin Rouge. My sister sees it as their song. She and her ex first met at the movies when they both went to watch it. This is what i'm saying This is the context that we needed then apparently the restaurant they went to for their first date was also playing it So they took it as a sign and as I said, they also played it at their wedding She also sings it to him sometimes now. I think it's a really nice song and i'd like to play it too I don't want to have to change it. Yeah So this is actually the opposite of what I said for your stepsister. This was the amazing song for you It's a nice song and i'd like to play it. Nah, you gotta change that. I'm sorry Especially given the trauma that she's gone through my word change it immediately. You are the jerk am I the jerk for making my 16 year old son and my 14 year old daughter share a bedroom My husband unexpectedly passed away a few months ago and I became a single mother to three kids A 16 year old boy 14 year old girl and another two-year-old girl due to the significant decrease in income I was no longer able to continue renting where we were and all I can afford is a one-bedroom apartment Currently, I'm sleeping in the living room with my youngest I gave the bedroom to my 16 year old boy and 14 year old girl and I asked them to share in the meanwhile I tried adding a privacy screen in the middle So they feel like they have their own space, but they're telling me that this isn't acceptable Each of my kids used to have their own rooms, so this is a massive change for them I've been looking for a better paying job for months and so far i've had no luck I can't get a second job because I can't afford to pay someone to care for my two-year-old daughter outside of daycare hours. Neither of my kids are willing to help and they say my youngest is not their responsibility. I know the situation isn't ideal, but I don't know what else I can do. For the past month, I've not been eating anything for two days a week and just telling the kids that I'm trying out this fasting trend for weight loss purposes But the truth is I can't afford to feed us all and i've been using the food bank prior to this I'd never had to use food bank services before and i'm so thankful that it exists I'm both thankful and deeply ashamed though at the same time Would I be the jerk for telling my teens that they must share a bedroom? Would it be better if I suggested my son sleep in the living room with me and have both my female kids share the bedroom instead? I don't live in the us but it's not common for teenagers of opposite sex to share a bedroom that is something i do absolutely recognize now before i even give my opinion on this one i need to say there is an update to this post which gives a lot more information so without further ado let's just get straight into the updates i had a chat with my kids after work I still don't want to put an adult problem onto my kids, so I only gave them a brief overview of the dire financial issues we're having after my husband and their father passed away. Us downsizing to a one-bedroom apartment was not by choice. I also told them the truth about how I couldn't afford to feed us all, and why I didn't eat two days of the week. I was afraid of how they'd take that news, but it's gone better than I expected. My kids will be coming with me to the food bank for the next trip to help out. In terms of the rooming situation, both my older kids agree that they did not want to share a room with my youngest, the two-year-old, because she frequently wakes up at night and also has accidents. They also don't want to share with me because I get up much earlier than them to work and it would disrupt their sleep. They'd rather share the room with each other while I continue to sleep in the living room with my youngest They both told me that their friends were saying that no kid should ever have to watch their sibling because they didn't create them They've been told by their friends that it's parentification to be asked to babysit for even an hour and it's never okay in any circumstance That was why they kept calling me a jerk when I asked if they could help with childcare so I could get a second job But now that they know how bad the situation is my son said he wants to find a part-time job to help contribute my daughter apologized and said it wasn't that she hated me or her sister. Both my son and daughter said they are willing to help take care of the youngest so that I can get a second job. Hopefully, I can find something soon and be able to move to a larger space. Okay, there we go. Now, that is what I was going to say before I even read the update. What it is here is just the lack of information. Your kids are just being typical kids. I picture myself. As a 16 year old boy if I was asked to share a room with my sister who actually is a few years younger than me And I was 16 and I had no context as to why we had to do this or the financial trouble my family was in I honestly would have the same reaction I'd be like well i'm used to having my own room back in the old house Why are we living in a one-bedroom apartment and why do I have to share a room? That would be my natural reaction However, as expected When you give your kids the actual information and the reasons behind all of this, then of course they concede and they wanna help. And they're being nice kids. That is what you have to do the entire time. And I'm very glad you did this. Look, honestly, I can understand this. You don't wanna be completely transparent with what's going on. It's a horrible situation. Nobody wants to say to their kids, guys, look, we have to go to a food bank. I can't afford to be in a nicer house I need you guys to give me some babysitting help while I go and get a second job to support us financially That's not a position you want to be in but sometimes honesty is the best policy and look here clearly it's worked Well done suffice to say that you're not the jerk in all of this But still going with this honesty was the best play congrats Am I the jerk for refusing to miss some of my kids events when my ex-wife's husband asked? I share two kids indy a 10 year old boy and colby an 8 year old girl with my ex-wife thora We've remained very close and she and I don't follow a strict parenting plan We do our best to have the kids see us both as much as possible We celebrate every birthday every christmas together and we show up to support our kids together as much as we can make work With our jobs our families are also still very tight the kids love it Sometimes it will be my parenting time, but they want thora and so they spend the day with her or vice versa It just works so well for the kids thora married michael in november 2021 He and i got along in the beginning he clearly loved thora and was great with the kids which is what thora and i cared most about but then this past summer some things changed with michael an example is indy was singing and playing an instrument at this little talent show his summer camp set up thora and i both went so did michael who took the day off work Michael did not look happy to see me. And once Thora was not within earshot or sightline, he was visibly tense. And I swear he groaned at some point near me. Then Thora had to go out of state to see a friend of hers who was very sick. The kids chose to stay with me. And I don't believe Michael was happy about that. I tried to ask him about it, but he swore things were fine In november indian colby had a busy month with different standout things within extracurriculars and school I was lucky enough to attend nine out of ten of them with thora attending eight out of ten michael got to attend just three All three were ones that I could attend And it felt very much like he didn't want me there Late last month when Michael and I were the ones Attending a school function for the kids He asked me to show up to less of the kids events And let him and Thora do some of that stuff With the kids as a family I told him they already do He said not when i'm around that i'm getting in the way of him being a parental figure for the kids I told him he was a parental figure and the kids love him He said they'll never consider us equal until they see him instead of me at some of these events He said it's important for the more stable family unit of four I told him I was not willing to miss the kids' events. He did not take it well, and he accused me of interfering and alienating their chances of a family unit. He texted me after the event with things he wanted me to miss, including Indy's elementary school graduation in May. I told him that was not happening. He told me Thora wanted this too. But of course, Thora knew nothing of this and told me the kids would be so upset if we did what Michael wanted, which I knew also. She was angry at Michael. Michael's angry at me. Still, he called me a jerk. I don't want to believe I'm in the wrong, but I know this is not the norm for every divorced parent situation. And it makes me ask if I am in the wrong for not letting them have some of those events, just them. And there we go. An interesting one to end this episode. For me, I can understand from michael's perspective why this is annoying him i can i honestly can i think he should be a little bit more understanding however i i kind of get it right he doesn't like that you're still about and as the man of the family i can i can understand that he's just like yeah well you're the old guy i'm the new guy i want to have a relationship with the kids and you can have your own thing when you go and see them and when they're with you but for me i want to feel like i'm their dad i'm the stepdad at least and i don't want to feel like someone is always treading on my toes now i wonder who of you Right now I'm getting in the comments saying I completely disagree Because let me tell you That is just what Michael thinks And I'm saying that from his perspective Devil's advocate Because in reality When you sign up To be with a woman Who has children And is clearly very close With their ex You know in fact you must have known that this was always going to be the case no matter what you wanted at first you had to be okay with this in your head surely to go ahead with this with this marriage right you know how close they are you know how much the dad is still in your kids lives their kids lives sorry not your kids let's just make that completely clear therefore you can't be too like oh what you can't come and see the kids especially on their graduation like are you dumb. Who are you to pick and choose what your stepkid's actual dad can do with them and what events he can go to? It's just not the one. And also, in terms of having your own thing and building your own rapport with the family and, and and you know feeling like a unit, that by the way I do understand. Like you're allowed to you know be yourself and try and integrate into a family. That's fine, and I think that is something you should do. Fine, but you can do that on your own terms at non-familial events. That a dad would want to be there for right as in go to the aquarium with your wife and her two children as a family would do go to a theme park maybe the kids are a little bit too young to go on the rides maybe that's not the best idea i'm not a father right that's on you big mike you can decide what to do what i'm pretty much saying is don't first of all try and steal the family and secondly don't tell the actual dad what he can and can't do with them it's just not your job Especially given that throughout all of this, Thora is the one that is very accepting and wants this relationship to continue with OP. And it's just the way things are. Yeah, I agree, guys. That was a convoluted little bit of commentary. But you're still watching. So it must have worked wonders. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. am i the jerk for going off on my wife for commenting about our three week old daughter's looks my daughter our second child is three weeks old pre-pregnancy my wife was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder and depression and in the days since birthing our baby girl is most definitely experiencing postpartum depression our first child our son looks very much so like her in fact you look at baby photos of my wife they look almost exactly like our son's baby photos. And my wife is a looker, so my son is dang cute, thank you very much. Our daughter got a bit more of my size, Jean Paul. Her hairline kinda has a widow's peak, which I've had since I was a baby. Her lips are relatively thin, like me. Her nose is a little larger than our son's was. I have a Middle Eastern classic hook nose. Nearly every day in my daughter's 21 days on this earth, My wife has made a comment to baby girl about how she's so sad she got daddy's features. Just some of the things my wife has said to our baby girl are, don't worry, I'll get you a nose job as soon as you're old enough. I wish you'd gotten more of my features my family is beautiful and all the women are timeless your dad's family not so much your brother has the beautiful pouty lips and you got stuck with those pencil lips oh it's really tough being a girl up until yesterday i was taking a softer approach with comments like okay be nice and okay chillax but today i had enough and I just snapped, and I yelled at her for like five minutes straight, and I cursed quite a bit too. The gist of my statements were I don't care if she can't yet understand what you're saying, stop putting that trash out into the universe. Our son can understand you, so stop this garbage. I can understand you, so stop putting this trash in my head and making me listen to it. Yeah, life on girls is tough in this world, especially when their mum is trashing all over their appearance. She's freaking three weeks old and is still perfect and noble and hasn't hurt a goddang soul. Stop projecting onto her. And finally, you regularly tell me how your mum screwed up your psyche with all her comments about your appearance so why the heck are you doing the same to our baby girl anyways she was understandably hurt by my comments and we haven't really talked about it or debriefed since i do recognize that part of her comments stem from her anxiety and depression as well as her postpartum depression and i also recognize there are a lot of this that stems from her mum's influence on her psyche also i know that yelling and berating people is rarely the right thing so am i the jerk here okay first things first op you're definitely not the jerk here i mean that's not even up for debate you have to call her out on this this is ridiculous however what i think is more important is less the question of whether you're in the right or the wrong for how you responded it's more why this woman is doing this to her own daughter that's what i think is more compelling like she must know herself right because as you mentioned here the fact of the matter is that her mum did the same thing to her and she doesn't like it and she knows the effect that it's had on her so then why is she doing that onto her own daughter i don't think if she was switched on logically she would do that knowing how it affected her so maybe there's some underlying thing going on here as you're saying you recognize that a lot of this stems from her mum's influence So I think instead of, you know, shouting at her and going off on her, maybe the thing to do, I mean, I'm not saying you did the wrong thing here because I would have done the same, but going down the line, maybe the thing to do is have a conversation with her and try and work out what's really going on here and explain clearly why this is such a bad thing to be doing it such an early age in someone's life and also how it affects everyone else around you in the family am i the jerk for lighting a match at night and scaring my boyfriend's dad so badly he woke up the whole house my boyfriend and i are staying at his parents house it's been going really well but his dad is very particular He has moments every day where he corrects or instructs the other people in the house on how he wants us to behave now i don't really have a problem with it but he has a few rules that do make me a little uncomfortable i don't need to get into why but i always get diarrhea here i've been visiting them a few times a year for almost a decade and it just is what it is my boyfriend and i used to stay in a room downstairs with a bathroom and it wasn't a problem but his brother moved back home and now we don't have our own bathroom. I don't want to advertise the fact that I have diarrhea to everyone in the house and I'm not allowed to use the bathroom fan at night, so I usually use poo or just a drop. When we got home the last time, my boyfriend got a text from his dad asking him to ask me to stop using strong essential oils as it was making him feel sick. I was so embarrassed and I honestly have been kind of dreading coming here again I was talking to my mum about this and she suggested that I bring some paper matches because that's what she used to do I got some paper matches and they actually worked pretty well Tonight I woke up from my sleep because I had diarrhea I lit a match when I was done, ran it underwater and folded it up into some aluminium before throwing it in the garbage I fell back asleep and was woken up a while later by a big commotion My boyfriend's dad smelled burning and thought the house was on fire So he woke everyone up in a panic and searched the house to see what was burning I didn't immediately equate a match with a house fire and I didn't smell anything when I woke up So I didn't bring up that I'd lit a match It wasn't even clicking for me that the match was what he smelled Until my boyfriend asked me if I smelled anything when I got up earlier to use the bathroom long story short I just got chewed out by his dad for lighting matches at nights or lighting matches in general as a guest in their home. And even his mum was upset because I could have started a fire and nobody would know. I apologised and everyone went back to bed. But then my boyfriend lectured me for like 15 minutes about embarrassing him and playing dumb. About not knowing what his dad smelled and not using common sense. And then he told me to go to sleep and try not to wake everyone up again. I'm honestly fuming. My boyfriend is sleeping soundly and I'm just lying here getting madder and madder. I want to wake him up so he can leave because I feel so uncomfortable. I really don't want to face everyone in the morning. I don't feel like I did anything wrong, but I don't know if I'm thinking rationally because I'm tired and I can't fall back asleep. So, what do you think? Am I the jerk? Now, guys, I'll tell you what's scary lighting a match Ugh, just sends shivers down my spine what an absolute load of rubbish one of the most ridiculous stories i've ever read this family just sounds a little bit weird and controlling and it kind of sounds like you've walked into a cult here i'm not even joking i'm getting cult vibes like they're locking you into things that you can and can't do you can't have the bathroom fan on at night even for a couple of seconds seriously it's a bit ridiculous what you'd rather the rooms just stink it's, it's a horrible thing, isn't it? Because it's going to make OP feel extremely insecure and, as you said, uncomfortable in your boyfriend's home. And the fact that your boyfriend is sticking up, not for you, but for his family and his dad, absolutely ridiculous, given that he knows exactly what you're going through and the reasons why you had to like the match in the first place. You're trying your hardest. He's saying, just go to sleep, jerk. Am I the jerk for interrupting my son's date so he could pick up his little sister? I am a single father to two children. Max, a 17-year-old boy, and Lisa, an 8-year-old girl. I usually have Lisa in after-school clubs so that I'm able to pick her up after work. However, yesterday evening, I was given some work that had me working overtime. I did try my best to negotiate out of it, but my manager told me that the assignment was to be completed by that night, so I just did. It was nearing towards 6pm and I just knew I wouldn't be able to make it to Lisa. So I called Max and asked him to pick her up. He responded by saying that he couldn't because he was on a date with his girlfriend for their 6th month anniversary. I told him that I understood but that I really needed him to get Lisa and that I'd make it up to him for interrupting. He just angrily turned off the phone and I thought that while he was mad, he just decided to pick her up. But 30 minutes later, I received a call from Lisa's school as to where I was as the school was close to closing down and nobody was there. Luckily, one of Lisa's friend's mothers said they'd drop her off and that was all good. However, I don't really like it when Lisa goes with that particular friend. Not because of the friend, but because of the mother. She has this habit of asking math questions in the car that she knows Lisa is unable to answer and then she criticizes her over it. It's all just very mean. I called Max and asked him where he was and that he was in big trouble when he got home. He just told me that he was busy and to leave him the hell alone. He came home at around 9pm. I told him he was grounded and that he was not allowed to use the car for a good three weeks At that he got all mad and said that it wasn't his fault I was failing as a parent and unable to afford someone to collect Lisa. I just want some insight on this situation. Was I being too harsh and am I the jerk for interrupting his dates? Now this is an interesting one because from my point of view if I put myself in your son max's position There is nothing I can think of that is worse than my date with my girlfriend being interrupted by my dad. Fair enough, from Max's perspective, that is just not something that you want to have happen. And I completely understand that. However, from your point of view, the stuff that he is saying to you is absolutely mental. I'm sorry, it is. The fact that he's saying you failed as a parent because you're unable to afford to collect your daughter is crazy. And for that alone, like, you yeah, sorry, you're right. He has to be grounded, simple as that less so the fact that he didn't pick your daughter up when you asked, more because of this complete disrespect. I'm going to be honest, he really should have gone and picked her up. Like, that is the least he could do. But I I wouldn't hold a grudge against him if he was really angry in doing so. And like you said, you thought he just turned the phone off and went and did it and was angry, and that was okay. However, that, and then on top of that, the stuff he said to you, no, you're definitely not the jerk. It's just it's just a tough situation for him, but you can't react like that. That is absolutely disgraceful Now interestingly Opie has actually added some more info max and liza's mother by the way I know it's probably liza, but I called her liza off the rip So i'm gonna stick with liza max and liza's mother is not present in their lives And no, he doesn't like socializing with parents at liza's school fair enough. He works a lot of the time hasn't found time outside of the yearly parent meetings completely fair enough and then also he says op this is that this is the third time that he's asked max to pick up his sister in the span of a year and a half so it's not a regular thing and again some people are asking why they don't have a nanny money is tight fair enough you're doing all you can it's not as if you're like you know slinking off and doing what you want to do you're working hard your boss has got you locked in at work it's a tough one it really is and i do feel for max a little bit but once again you can't be saying those sort of things to your father am i the jerk for giving my mum the wrong start time for my birthday lunch so she'd be on time I am a 22-year-old woman, and my mum, who's in her mid-40s, is one of those people who is always late to everything. I'm talking family get-togethers, birthdays, graduations, weddings, you name it, she's showing up late. At first, growing up, I just thought it was because she's bad with time, but as I've gotten older, I genuinely believe she likes making an entrance. I personally find it, one, rude, and two, embarrassing, as it's not like it happens once in a while, it literally happens at every single function she's invited to that has a set time. Many family members have complained about this, but nothing ever changes. It's gone to the point that whenever my grandma has family lunches or dinners, she'll tell my mum it starts an hour earlier than it actually does so she'll be there on time. My mum doesn't know that my grandma does this, it's a joke between my grandma and me. This past weekend was my 22nd birthday. My grandma wanted to do a lunch for me at her place with our immediate family. The lunch was to start at 2 p.m., but we told my mum 1 p.m. I had plans later that evening to go out for dinner with my boyfriend, so I wanted to leave my grandma's house at around 5, at the absolute latest, because I needed to go home and get all ready. Well, of course, my mum was late. We called her at about 2.30 p.m. to see where she was, because, you know, it's her daughter's birthday. She’d just left her house at 2:30 pm and still had to pick up her boyfriend on her way to my grandma’s, which is 30 to 35 minutes away. So none of us were expecting her to arrive until about half past three. She finally arrives two and a half hours late from the time we told her, and makes her little entrance. We question her about it. She tells us she thought the lunch started at 2. We asked her where she heard this from and she said my aunt who was present at the lunch told her We questioned my aunt and she said that she felt bad lying to my mum. Everyone is pretty annoyed, but we all move on fast forward an hour later at half past four and I have to start leaving My mum starts getting all annoyed with me that i'm leaving so soon and that she barely got to see me for my birthday I told her that my life doesn't revolve around her and that she should have been there sooner. She started giving me attitude and listing all these excuses as to why she's late. I couldn't be bothered to hear them and I left. Later that night, she messaged me saying that I was acting like a jerk towards her and it was rude of me to lie to her about the time that lunch started. My mom and my aunt think I'm the jerk for lying to her. My grandma doesn't think it's a big deal and that they're overreacting. I came here for some outside opinions. Now, the reason I picked this story out in the first place is because it's very personal to me, or at least I thought it was going to be. I am someone that massively struggles with time issues, time management. It's something that I've tried to work on. I'm still just naturally very bad at it. Call it laziness, call it lack of, you know, whatever you want. I don't care. But... The truth is, I do struggle with it. However, when there is a set time for something to start, like an event or, you know, you're going to the the cinema or the theatre or something and you know that it starts at this certain time or someone's birthday officially starts at a certain time, I'm not going to go late then and make an entrance like who does that sorry that's just strange like yeah look i hold my hands up sometimes i do happen to be a little bit late but i'm not choosing to do that nor am i coming in making a big entrance i'm coming in sheepishly and saying yeah sorry i'm late um but i'm here now you know that's it i'm not doing this this is ridiculous and also the fact that she's then saying to you on your birthday oh why have we only seen you for just a couple of hours i want to see you for longer no everyone else saw you for quite a few hours you know a good birthday celebration you came late and that is why you clown once again for the fourth time this video so far no you're not the jerk tell you what we're on a good little streak here am i the jerk for becoming that parent by causing a stink at my daughter's school my daughter cleo who is 11 is very active outside of school She plays soccer, takes swim lessons, and will play outside a lot with neighborhood kids. She's very social. Most of her friends are from outside of school. At school, however, she struggles making friends. Cleo has ADHD and was bullied in 3rd and 4th grade for some of that. While it was brought under control by the 5th, her current grade, these kids still don't play with her and pretty much ice her out. While I don't think that they have to play with her, it also means that she doesn't socialize a lot at school she's okay with this her teacher says our daughter often plays alone at recess or reads my wife and i were not very concerned and explained she's very social and active afterwards cleo is a huge reader she's currently reading her way through my wife's collection of books from her childhood she loves them and treasures them knowing they were her mamas and wants to take great care of them she came home on tuesday very upset and worried her mum would be upset with her I asked why, and she said her teacher took her book away and won't give it back until tomorrow. When pressed for more information, she said she was reading at recess. Her teacher walked over, took the book, and told her to go play. My daughter begged for her book back, and the teacher refused. I quickly assured Cleo that she wasn't in any trouble and even called my wife at work to have her back me up. It was quite concerning that she was so afraid as my wife isn't one to fly off the handle. She's always gentle with Cleo. As suspected, my wife assured her she wasn't upset and that Cleo did zero wrong. The next day, I brought Cleo to school early and walked her to class. No one but the teacher was there. I told the teacher to give me the book. She obliged and tried to defend herself. I told her to save it and she had no right. There is no rule that Cleo has to do physical activity at recess and we expressed no concern. The teacher said that she was allowed to set boundaries for her class, but I pointed out that recess was free time. It's not like Cleo is reading during math. We went back and forth and finally i said i'd be reaching out to the principal the issue was resolved quickly i don't know the particulars except the principal told me that cleo is allowed to read at recess and unless she is actively harming someone or reading during a non-designated time she wouldn't have any more books confiscated my wife and i were pleased cleo even more so my cousin is a teacher at this school just a different grade and she says what i did is hot gossip in the teacher's lounge and that i've been marked as one of those parents she says the teacher isn't paid enough and i should have just accepted the rule when i pointed out we only have two more months left at this school cleo is our only and starts junior high in august that's not a concern my wife and i feel justified but we're wondering if i'm a jerk See, I think this is actually incredibly harsh that you've been labeled as one of those parents in the staff room. Because we all know what one of those parents means, right? Is someone that just pretty much a Karen, right? Someone that just complains about every little thing, thinks their child is above other children, is just an absolute angel, whatever. And no, you always say, like, no, you need to be doing this with my child, do this with my child, give special treatment, etc., etc. We all know what that means. Now, This is the complete opposite of that. You're complaining because your child has not been allowed to read a book in their free time. Something that is educational anyway. That is extremely strange, first of all. And second of all, yes, absolutely you should be allowed to complain about this. And the fact of the matter is that the issue was resolved and the principal got involved and took your side, right? They don't have to do that just because you're a parent. They could have easily said listen i'm sorry that you feel that way but this is how we run the school if you were saying something ridiculous but the fact of the matter is they know that what you're saying is right and therefore it's been changed i don't know how you've now become one of those parents that's ridiculous and and just to make it completely clear no of course You are not the jerk. I also have no idea how a teacher's pay has anything to do with her overstepping boundaries. I don't care how much money you get or how little money you get. Don't tell someone on recess to not read a book. Strange behavior. All right, let's see if we can make it through this entire episode without actually coming across a jerk. Maybe for the first time ever am i the jerk for asking for more money for my car so i a 28 year old man offered to sell my rav4 that has a hundred thousand miles on it in january to my brother and his wife they have a baby and a beat up honda civic as well as a scion with way too many miles on it they shared they'd be car hunting this year i offered to sell it to them for what carvana offered which was fourteen and a half thousand dollars and they agreed to it right away the problem is that my wife and i still haven't picked out our replacement car so they'd check in every week or so, but we weren't ready. In the end, we decided to hold onto the car until our trip to Disney this past week. I checked Carvana again, and they'd offered me more. This time, $16,500. I texted my brother telling him that he could have it, but he would need to match Carvana's new offer. He responded saying that they're not haggling, and they've been put off buying a car for months as they thought we had an agreement, and they were just waiting on us. They called me a jerk for stringing them along for three months and then asking for $2,000 more. I'm just trying to do what is right by my two kids and one on the way. So am I in the wrong? Well, it was all going so well and now it's all fallen off a cliff that is a real shame i thought for the first time ever we might have a clean sweep but alas this is r slash Ammo the jerk and we were bound to find one eventually and, and i'm sorry to say here we did and this one isn't really up for debate it's pretty clear maybe i get it like you're a bit annoyed that the price has changed and you would have made more money but the fact is you literally have said to somebody you can have it for this price and it's your brother as well i mean come on you can't then change your mind and go back on that and i agree you have been stringing them along for a few months that's on you i think off the rip you should have just done it quickly or at least set a date for this transaction to actually take place and for you to transfer over the keys because this was just a mess right from the off and the fact that you're charging your own brother and his family that you know need this car very much more money than you did at first yeah it's very ludicrous am i the jerk for stealing my cat? So I a 21 year old woman have a beautiful brown cat Mitch. She's still a baby and is 10 months old I found her outside of my work when she was about two to three months old and I immediately fell in love with her We've had the best time together and her being my first pet since moving out makes me even happier My cousin tanya who is 15 visits me a lot since we live in the same city and I enjoy having her She also really likes cats But since her father is allergic, they don't have any at home She really loves coming over to see midge and i'm glad to be able to provide her with midges presence School recently started and before I go back to full-time student I've been having to work almost 45 hours a week to afford my lifestyle for the next couple of months since I was busy I let her have the responsibility of taking care of midge Such as feeding her cleaning her litter box, etc It was going really well Now one time I didn't have the chance to take tanya home since I was going to be at work So I gave her my spare key to lock up and I scheduled an uber to take her to her house When I came home eight hours later, midge was gone I called tanya and she swore that midge was home when she left But after a couple of hours, my brother called asking when I gave midge to tanya I was confused And he sent me a screenshot of Tanya kissing Midge on her Instagram story. I knew then that she'd blocked me from being able to see her and was shocked that she would do this to me, as well as lie to me. I had a spare key to their house and I went right over and took Midge back when they weren't home. When I got home, Tanya called screaming at me over the phone, telling me I broke into their house and stole her property. I laughed and I asked how Midge was hers. She told me since she took care of her, she deserved her, since I was. Wasn't home and she had to save midge her parents were also pretty upset since i did go into their home without permission and they told me that i didn't deserve midge from what tanya told them they told me they decided my uncle is going to take allergy medication and so that midge can stay there and i need to give her back of course i said no tanya ended up calling my mum, lying to her that i abuse midge my mom called angry, asking me how I could do this to Midge, and if I don't give her to Tanya and her family, she will disown me? Tanya texted me this weekend, saying that if I apologize, she might forgive me. Her parents have been texting me all weekend that they're going to press charges since I did go into their home, and they're going to take Midge. I just don't know what to do. I love Midge so much, and my mum gave my aunt and uncle permission to go to my apartment and take her. I know this because Tanya texted me this. I'm assuming to scare me and i am scared i'm so scared that one of these days i'm gonna come home and midge is gonna be gone again my brother and dad think i'm a jerk since i did go into their home without permission and i acted out without trying to solve it maturely so am i the jerk for stealing my own cats now guys good news there is actually an update to this r slash am the jerk post But first of all, I want to give my opinion and there is no way that you're in the wrong here. Now, funnily enough, I have a story myself, which is quite comparable. My dad back in the day had his bike stolen, right? A tough thing. Not as bad as a cat, of course, but a tough story nonetheless. However, he was walking about in the local streets of wherever he lived and he saw it in the front garden of a house. It was unmistakably his. So what did he do? Well, he jumped the fence, got the bike and left. Now, is that stealing is my question. It's his own bike. was stolen from him and he then technically stole it back from someone else's property is that illegal i don't think it is and let's bring it back to this example if you're stealing an animal stealing an animal that is yours then it's not stealing is it it was stolen from you you're just getting it back one it's not stealing and two It's definitely not immoral. In fact, it's the right thing to do. You're just rehousing your pets. Actually, before we jump into the update, which was posted just a few days later, first of all, some edits. Opie has said, they called and left a voicemail to their landlord, giving a brief explanation of the situation. Opie is upset since they asked for him to change the locks, but the landlord refused. Legally, he was able to since as a college student, Opie's mum's name is on the lease and he needed her permission. Of course, he called and she refused. I've got to say, Opie's parents' role in this is very interesting. The fact that they're believing Opie's cousin rather than their daughter is a little bit weird, but hey nonetheless opie has said that she is scared that tanya is going to come tomorrow and take the cat back but opie does have a friend who can take midge for the day before work okay interesting stuff next edit is that opie has said that they've set up an appointment for midge to get microchipped this saturday on their day off well that seems like a great idea to me they've also ordered a small security camera that covers the whole living room and front door They're still requesting their landlord to change the locks, but he still has his foot down and op cannot move out since where she lives It is pretty hard to get a place and basically everything requires credits, which op does not have. Anna How about this? This is an interesting turn of events op says the only negative side is that tanya has been posting pictures of midge on instagram Claiming that I stole her and have received lots of messages from her friends and classmates from school Trying to cancel and dox me Now that I don't really care about. Now, Tanya's parents have called me, giving me a second chance to reconsider before they press charges, which I highly doubt they would actually do. In regards to my mum, we're not talking, and I don't wanna go no contact with her since I love my mum very much. I'm sure after all of this resolves we're going to have a mature conversation about how she acted and what was wrong Now here we go. Let's get into the updates I took a lot of people's advice and I got midge microchip yesterday as well I had a conversation with my mum that we resolved together. My landlord still refuses to change my logs But despite all of this today this morning midge was taken I called my aunt and uncle and they just laughed and told me try we can hire a good lawyer I called the police and I explained the situation, showing proof I had ownership of Midge. When we went to my relative's house, police asked for her back, but of course, they refused. What made me even angrier was that my cousin was inside the house, door open, holding Midge with a poop-eating grin. That is awful. Even though I had all this evidence, my relatives slammed the door demanding a warrant. The police suggested I press charges and take it to small claims court, which I am doing, But they couldn't do anything right there. Going home without Midge was so upsetting. I had to pull over because i started crying i contacted an attorney and my cousin keeps posting photos of midge on her instagram i took the situation to the family group chat in anger and good news at least everyone hates them now my grandmother wrote my uncle and his family off the will and of course they're calling me threatening me with midge and they make sure that i go to jail for all of this now i'm fairly confident in myself but i'd be lying if i said i wasn't concerned about midge I just want my baby back and I've been crying all day. Screw you, Tanya. But guys, the story doesn't end there. Five weeks later, we got this final update. Hi everyone. I'll be honest, I forgot about this post for a bit after everything. I just wanna also say thank you to those specific people, you know who you are, who reached out to me across Reddit to help with finances as attorneys are expensive and I'm only a student. How amazing is that, by the way? That is the power of the internet. But yes, I just want to say Midge is home. Small Claims Court came around and my attorney was very confident and helped me out so much. She was very helpful and knew from the start that we would win. I provided the judge everything. Yes, everything you guys commented as proof that I own her. Photos of her as a baby, proof I've paid for all the vet bills since she was a baby, and proof that I had Midge chipped. My landlord also helped. Although a lot of people were upset with him and telling me to move out, he was remorseful that his decision had consequences. I've forgiven him as his apology came with security footage of my aunt and uncle going into my apartment and taking Midge. Well, that could have been the most important piece of evidence of them all. We've been no contact since the case, and they've been silent, most likely embarrassed. To end this on a good note, I wish I could have taken a picture of Tanya's face when she handed Midge back to me. And there we go. I'm absolutely delighted for you, OP, that that story has a happy ending. Now look, I have never really owned a pet that, let's just say, now I don't want to sound harsh, I don't want to sound harsh on my previous pets and Marty, my current snake, but There's a difference isn't there between having a snake as a pet and having a dog or a cat as a pet a snake Just I'll be honest kind of just chills out the whole day now Look, I'm not gonna say that me and Marty don't have a great brotherly bond because trust me we do but it's not the same It's not the same as having a dog or a cat So I can only imagine what this what this period of your life was like OP, to have your own cousin your 15 year old cousin steal your cat yeah guys you know cat owners dog owners maybe you have a closer bond than i do with my with my pet and i'm being harsh i don't know maybe i am marty's been in the videos before and i don't want to put bad words on his snake skin i really don't but you know you must kind of get where i'm coming from guys so look if you own a dog or a cat comment down below how would you feel in this situation i'm interested to hear your thoughts and yeah maybe i'd feel the same i don't know thankfully i've never been in this spot Let's move on. Am I the jerk for blowing up on my husband over Chicken Alfredo? I, a 38 year old woman, am married to my husband, who is 42. We've been together since our early 20s and have three small children, who are all under 10. He is a mechanic and works anywhere from 60 to 80 hours a week, while I work as a hostess three days a week at a restaurant while the kids are at school. I do the majority of the housework and childcare, and I don't mind as I understand that he has a hard job and works a lot. He gets the kids on the bus every morning as he leaves for work about 10 minutes afterwards all i ask of him apart from that is to do his own laundry as his clothes are covered in oil and grime and need to go in by themselves and pick up after himself because the kids destroy the house enough a couple of times a week he'll help with dinner and clean up at the end of the day as well now guys i need to mention at this stage that this story starts off quite light and you're thinking okay nothing sounds too serious But there are a couple of updates to come down the line and trust me You are going to want to stick around to hear what happens at the end It is mental but for now, let's go back to the to the chillness over the last two months My husband has completely stopped helping though. He dumps his clothes on the laundry room floor His half of the bedroom is a mess He leaves cans and wrappers all over the living room and he's even stopped getting the kids up which has upset them as they love their mornings with dad. He's also been coming home hours later than usual. I've been letting it slide as he seems very stressed out. But a few days ago, he snapped at me for being a trashy wife for letting his clothes go unwashed. I reminded him that he always did his own laundry and he hadn't asked me to do it. I've been doing it, I just hadn't gotten to it yet. He just grumbled and went to go and watch tv now last night i made chicken alfredo we have it about once a week because the kids love it and no one's ever complained well he bead and moaned through the whole dinner saying that since i'm not taking care of the house i should at least put a good meal on the table that i've just been letting the whole family go to trash and that i should be ashamed of myself for treating him and his children like that he called me a bad wife and mother. In front of our children i told the children to go to their rooms and i snapped i screamed at him about how much i'd do for the household that if it wasn't for me the place would be trashed and he's got no right to treat me like this over chicken alfredo we went back and forth for a while before he left and i have no idea where he went he's not answering my calls or texts i feel bad now as i shouldn't have reacted like that especially because i know he's just stressed from work but it all just kind of built up and came out at once I just want to know if I was wrong for freaking out on him like that Now there is an update to come as I said but before we get into that guys first of all I want to pick out a couple of relevant comments which op has replied to first of all the top comments I sincerely hope i'm mistaken But your husband may be having an affair and setting you up to be the bad wife and mother to justify his behavior op replied the thought of an affair hadn't really crossed my mind I know that his job lost an employee, so the workload has gotten bigger. So I really hope it's just that. Another editor says, in the past two months, have you attempted to find out why your partner has changed so drastically? Opie replies, I've asked him, but he tends to brush me off and says that he doesn't want to think about work. I do know they recently lost that employee and the workload has gotten bigger for everyone, but he's had coworkers quit in the past and never behaved like this. Someone else asks, have you looked at his paychecks recently? I guess hinting that something else could be going on. OP says, he gets direct deposit to his account that I have no access to and then transfers the amount for bills into our joint accounts. I'm not sure what he does with his pay stubs as I've never seen them. And finally, one commenter says that something is awry and it's not you, OP couples counseling is needed now but keep a watch on your money and protect the kids it sounds like your husband is checking out so guys update is incoming imminently but before we get into that whatever platform you are on if you have the ability to comment i want you to get down into the comment section and type out what you think is going on here exactly what do you think the husband is doing now i'll give you some options because it doesn't have to be that he's having an affair there are a few things i think that could also have happened Now I've not read on, so I actually don't know myself at this stage, but what I'm thinking is that he could easily have also lost his job and is trying to cover that up. Now, just because he's leaving the house doesn't mean he's going to work. He could just be doing something else or who knows, sitting in his car, just groveling and and just doesn't want to admit to you and the family that he's lost his job and the, you know, the financial implications that could have on your family. That's just my thinking right now. And he's trying to cover it up in some form, but is obviously just in a terrible mood because of that, and that may be what's going on. Guys, what do you think? Get in the comments, I want to know your thoughts, but don't cheat, yeah? Don't just comment after you've already seen this update that I'm about to give you. That will be bad practice, and I wouldn't like that. So be honest, for me. Nonetheless, here is the update. I'm excited to see what happens. I called my husband for the hundredth time because he still hadn't come home, and the kids wanted to know where he was, and a woman answered. I didn't recognize her voice and he doesn't have a sister I asked her to put me on the phone with my husband and she asked who I was I said I was his wife and she laughed into the phone and told me he was busy We went back and forth with her laughing at me the whole time before telling me she'll send him home soon and hanging up Oh my gosh It's now the next morning and he's still not home. I really didn't think he was cheating i'd really hope this was just a rough patch but it looks like most of you were right i'm heartbroken and a little in shock and not really sure what to do right now my brother said i should come stay with him and i might or maybe just bring the kids so they don't have to see us fight i might update again or i might not but i'm sure you all know where this is heading anyway Ah, uh, you know guys I-, I kind of wanted this not to be the case but i did have a little bit of an inclination if you said an affair was going on congratulations you were right but there is one more update update two he came home a few hours after i last updated i immediately confronted him about the woman answering he denied cheating saying it was one of his friends messing with me because he stayed at a friend's house and they must have answered his phone i told him i don't believe him and to pack some things and leave because i want a divorce he blew up at this telling me it was his home even though my parents bought us the house when we got married And that he was not going to leave we argued for a while until i called my brother my brother lives about 20 minutes away so he got to the house very quickly and once he got there my husband calmed down and packed a bag once he was gone my brother helped me contact a divorce lawyer my brother and his wife check in with us every day we're all safe and i've had very minimal contact with my now ex-husband I probably won't update again. And there we go, a sad, unfortunate ending to this one. What I can't really wrap my head around is, once you've been caught blatantly cheating, which is the only thing that can be going on here, why at that point do you still make excuses and say, no, I wasn't, man, I was doing something else. What, you can't kick me out, I didn't do anything wrong, this is my house as well. Like, come on, at least have the decency to when you've been caught, hold your hands up and say, yeah, I've been a jerk, I've ruined our lives. Great. But no, even in that critical moment you're like, uh yeah, what? You're lying. How can you say this? Get all angry. The sort of person that would cheat and have an affair on your wife is the sort of person that wouldn't admit to it once caught. I will say that. So maybe it makes sense. I don't know. Guys, if you commented down below, congratulations! I hope you're happy. You predicted someone being cheated on and their life being ruined. Well done. I was I just thought someone had lost their job at work. Pretty minimal. But no. You guys wanted the downfall of an entire family. Are you happy? Are you happy you commented that? I hope you are. Am I the jerk for not telling my girlfriend that my parents are gay? I am a 25 year old man and I have two parents. My birth dad, John, who's 48, and my other dad, Dwayne, who's 45. I call my birth dad, John, dad, and I call my other dad, Dwayne, pops. My birth dad, John, was married to my mum for a few years. Then she left my dad and yeah... They ended up divorcing and now she's somewhere in California. I don't know where or what she's doing. I haven't talked to her in ages. So dad and pops I'm super close with. They are the best parents any child could ask for I love both of them and they've always been with me My dad introduced me to pops when I was a little boy and they told me they were in a relationship And I was all for it because I'd saw my dad become lonely and sad when he was single So seeing the fact that my dad loves someone and has a life partner made me super happy Pops and dad got married and we've been living an amazing life I'm probably more close to pops than my own dad due to the fact that pops is really cool and laid back Of course, I love both of them equally and they love me as well and i'm blessed to have them as parents for a few months I've been dating this girl bella who's my age. I thought she's pretty cute and I liked her So we kicked it and recently she told me my parents want to meet your parents and want to come over for dinner I said sure i'll tell my family. So yesterday friday night bella comes in pops greets her and says Come on in sweetheart dinner is ready. She says you must be Opie's dad So good to meet you and she shakes his hand and then she sees dad come out of the kitchen He's holding the mac and cheese tray with the mittens and is putting it on the table then bella says who's he? I said, oh, that's my dad. She said I thought he's your dad referring to pops. I say yeah That's my pops and that's my dad She pulls me to the side and says I didn't know your parents are gay Oh my God, why didn't you tell me? I genuinely didn't know why. Would that be an issue or something? Because you're dating me, not my parents and all. So it shouldn't matter. But I guess it's a concern for her. Her parents come to the door after they park the car and Bella tells her parents, let's leave. And they left. I told my parents I'm sorry. And they said, son, don't worry. This is nothing new. And then we all sat down and enjoyed dinner and went to sleep. So am I the jerk for not telling? Well, the saddest part about that story is the ending. Your parents saying to you, this is nothing new. Unfortunately, It's a fact. Homophobia is still rife in 2023. Very, very sad to see. I mean, look, no doubt there's been a lot of progression. My uncles, for example, were able to get married a few years ago. So that's great. However, we have to change the hearts and minds of so many out there that are still just disgusting people. I don't know what the problem is. I really don't yeah maybe you could have told her beforehand but there's no reason to tell her like I wouldn't tell my girlfriend before meeting my parents oh by the way my parents are straight so I wouldn't tell her oh by the way my parents are gay like it's not a thing it doesn't matter as you said she's dating you not your parents I don't know why that would be a problem Yeah, just simple homophobia and that's very sad to see but at least now, you know That's always a positive. Am I the jerk for falsely accusing a veteran of stolen valor when she couldn't give any details about her service? I am a 34 year old man and I served as a captain in the marine corps I've left the service and right now i'm doing an mba One of my classmates a 31 year old woman who we will call jess is very gentle very soft-spoken and unassuming Jess and I were working together on a case study once And I started opening up to her about my military service and all the lessons that i've learned from the core Jess enthusiastically told me that's so cool. I was a surface warfare officer in the navy I immediately felt suspicious about this claim As I said, Jess is very demure and she doesn't really have the bravado that is required in the military environment At least I feel like a certain amount of bravado is required Yes, I still humored her, and I began asking about the details of her military experience. Where she deployed, what courses she went through, what ship she served on, etc, etc. Suddenly, Jess got all tight-lipped, and she couldn't say anything specific about military life. She kept making excuses along the lines of, It just wasn't a good period of my life, and... I'd rather not talk about it. Eventually, I felt like I'd done enough snooping around and I bluntly told her that she was BSing and that I'd rather not work with a phony. I talked about this experience with my friend Max at our school's veterans organization I told Max to be wary of anything Jess says Max responded by telling me that Jess did serve He's seen her paperwork and ID and everything and that in fact one of her MBA recommendation letters was written by a retired rear admiral who held Jess in high regard, whoops. The next time I met Jess, before our class started, I tried to act chummy towards her and make up for accusing her of being a liar. She laughed in my face and told me to, can sound poorly and for those of you who don't know yes she was being derisive here so am i the jerk yeah this is just making me cringe horrifically it's just so embarrassing you can just i can just like see this in my mind i can hear op's tone of voice saying uh yeah you're not military i am by the way just gloating horrifically and trying to catch someone out when there's just no need to it's just like it's it's giving absolute jealousy vibes here and just you know arrogance and trying to make your ego feel amazing and just you know feeling good about yourself for no real reason putting other people down I-, I don't see the point why does she have to prove to you that she was in the military she doesn't can't you yourself just be happy that you were in the military and be proud of what you did and that can be that and not just like be really cynical about someone else it's just embarrassing and yeah saying pound sand poolie t- take take it you know you deserve it i'm sorry if anything, she should have gone harder than that. I'm sorry It's quite embarrassing from your perspective that you are undermining someone who's put you know Their country first and, and spent all those years in the navy for you just to say yeah, I don't believe you I'm calling bs and you're downright wrong embarrassing Arrogance personified you are the jerk. Yeah, i've just read this comment right here You're the jerk and i'm guessing being a veteran is 90 percent of your personality I'm sure he works it into every conversation possible Exactly am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend that I told her so after one of her male friends tried to get with her My girlfriend and I have been together for about a year now My girlfriend has more than a few guy friends and i'm not one of those guys that thinks men and women can't be friends However, with two of these guys, it's very clear that they want more than just friendship with her Like clear as day to the point where I don't get how she doesn't see it if I could notice just by the weird energy they try to exude when i'm present she should be able to get it, too, right? Wrong anytime I pointed this out. She gets upset with me She tells me that i'm being jealous and reading into things that aren't there I argue back that i'm just letting her know and as a guy I can probably tell much better than she can since women tend to be a little slow regarding things like this so Two nights ago, she was hanging out with her friends and this guy was present. From what she told me, they were all drinking and he said some things that implied he'd want to be with her. She was made uncomfortable by this and the night ended shortly after. Fast forward to yesterday morning. She got a series of texts apologizing for what he said, but then backpedaling and saying he would treat her so much better than me and that she's wasting her time with me. She of course said no and was upset with him. After she told me, I just read the text and simply said, Wow, who could have seen this coming a bit sarcastically this set her off and she got mad She said that I was being such a huge jerk to her and she had no way of seeing this coming She's been angry at me since so am I the jerk? Okay, then interesting one here I actually don't think you're in the wrong here for for the overall context of what happened You know what you said? did happen and you saw it coming a mile away and yeah you were right so i don't think you're necessarily the full jerk what i will say is that the way you went about this was very jerk-like I mean, first of all, saying that women are a little slow on things like this is just sexist, not gonna lie And then gloating in her face, your your girlfriend's face after the fact When she has clearly been in an uncomfortable position and actually didn't see this going on It's not the right thing to do, surely you'd be supportive there And you say, yes, you know, of course you saw this coming But you're still gonna be there for your girlfriend and at least, you know, be nice Not just say, oh yeah what a shock, Like, who's that gonna help? It's funny because Redditors have said on Reddit here that you definitely are the jerk. And I don't completely agree because I think if you're in that position yourself, it can also be uncomfortable. And sometimes it's nice to be justified with your opinion by things like this happening. But I would say that there's no need to get all cocky about it. You're still in a relationship with this woman. You don't wanna be a jerk to her. Am I the jerk for labeling all the bottles in the house because my adult children are idiots? I have two of my children living with me. One has graduated from college and the other is a junior. I have to purchase medicated shampoo because of a scalp condition. It's by prescription and it's expensive. It also comes in packaging that is meant to be stored uprights. Not on its side and definitely not upside down. My daughter has her hair products in the shower and I do not touch them. My son also keeps his axe body wash shampoo conditioner women repellent in the shower I also do not touch it since I have zero desire to smell like a high school locker room I keep my shampoo in there as well since it's my house and I can keep my stuff wherever I want For some reason the two of them cannot understand that not all packaging is meant to be upside down They've already wasted an entire bottle of my shampoo by storing it upside down after they touched it for some reason It all dripped out the spout, which it's not engineered for. I talked to both of them and I explained that they should not touch my stuff and that if they accidentally tip over my shampoo, it was meant to be stored with the lid at the top. I came home last week to find my shampoo leaking out of the bottle again, upside down. So I ordered 500 stickers that say this side up with an arrow pointing upwards when the words are upright and I put them on everything in the house that might leak with my shampoo being literally covered in them. They had friends over last weekend, and they noticed that the relish, ketchup, mustard, mayonnaise, etc. were all labelled. My kids were embarrassed when they explained why. They think I'm a jerk for putting labels on everything, since they only screw with my shampoo. But, since it's $80 a bottle, I said I'd take off all the labels if they agree to pay for my shampoo. Thus far, they have declined. I mean, this is just brilliant. Yes, it's very petty. Yes, it's patronising, but... I think it's completely fair, especially when you're paying $80. I mean, that is a sizable amount of money for a prescription for medicine, right? And it's getting ruined by your children. It is your house. I say do what you want. The, the, the easy thing to do would say, listen, you ruined my my product, my my medicine. you got to pay me for it, right? I need to go and get some more. It's medicinal. I need it. You, you've ruined it. I need the $80. So let's be honest, they can count themselves quite fortunate that you've not forced them to pay up. However, this, if anything, is a much better way of getting your point across lovely stuff and yeah as you said if you're gonna remove the labels for them then they're gonna to have to pay you the cash which they're obviously not gonna do so i love it am i the jerk for man spreading on a plane a few months ago i a 26 year old man was alone on a long flight roughly six hours i had a middle seat between a young woman in her 20s in the window seat and another woman in her 30s on the aisle now i'm tall and i'm never comfortable on planes my knees always dig into the seat in front and it can be quite painful I usually try to take a walk around the airport before flights to stretch my legs, but I neglected to this time. It was Spirit Airlines, so even less legroom than usual. About half an hour after takeoff, I found my left knee inching to the side for the sweet relief of open space, specifically the no man's land in between seats, level with the shared armrest. But I wasn't paying attention to my knee the entire time. I will concede it's possible that at some point I was occupying space that rightfully belonged to my window seat neighbour. All was well for roughly two hours. But at this point, the woman in the window seat called over the flight attendant. She asked her something like, Could you tell him to keep his freaking leg in his own freaking seat? With horror, I understood that she was talking about me. I instantly retracted my leg in deep shame. She added something about his enormous pee pee. My understanding was that it was meant to be a snide reference to the idea that spreading your legs is about male genital comfort but she wasn't speaking very clearly and the flight attendant didn't seem to understand her. The flight attendant asked her some sort of clarifying question, but she didn't answer. And eventually the attendant went away. I'd been shocked into silence, but when the attendant left, I frantically began to apologize. However, she refused to speak to me. She acted like she didn't hear me. Instead, she started furiously texting on her phone. Yes, texting during a flight, I thought it was weird too our seat woman said she had some extra space on her side that i could use but then promptly went to sleep oh well i tried again to apologize to window seat woman but again she ignored me i went from embarrassed to confused i kept replaying it in my head wondering why she didn't simply ask me to move my knee instead of calling over the attendant i started sneaking peeks at her phone my defense is that i was baffled by her behavior and wanted answers i'll admit that i was being judgmental too but here's why she spent the last three hours of the fly watching tiktoks about shaming obese people and texting someone she called pappy i didn't see all of it but a significant portion was definitely about me she wrote men really do be too much sometimes with a laughing emoji she ignored me the whole rest of the fly and i ignored her i got a good but painful workout of whatever muscle it is that keeps your knees together see this is honestly a tough one Ugh, i don't know look i I, don't, I actually don't know what I think about this. Realistically, this bloke shouldn't be doing this, right? I hold my hands up. If you know you're tall and you know you're going to have problem in a middle seat, it, it's a tough one. However, like, what? Now that you're in that position and you're with, I mean, I, I just, you can tell I'm conflicted here, right? I really don't know. If I put myself in that spot, I'm quite tall. I'm not. I mean, I'm not that tall. I'm six foot. If I put myself in that spot, yeah, and i didn't book the middle seat i just booked a flight yeah i'm not super tall but i can be a little bit uncomfortable in small seats i don't want to spend extra money for something that i may not necessarily need and oh i've got unlucky and i'm in the middle seat and i'm with two women and i see that there's a little bit more space i can get at am i really gonna not use it i don't i don't know yeah it's not great I get it from a woman's perspective to have someone inching into your area, but it wasn't as if this guy was totally dominating. The middle seat is by far the worst, we all know this. You get, I think, in my opinion, less space anyway, because on the window you have that bit of window your knee can go down the side of the seat in front you don't get that in the middle and on the aisle you can stretch out a little bit into the aisle as well if you really want to the middle you just don't get that however i do think that this guy could have done this could have gone about this differently he could have asked beforehand i don't know what he was doing by snooping on someone's phone i mean that is just pure wrong i, I don't know though like if it was such a big issue wouldn't the flight attendant have said yeah we need to change this or something like that instead of just saying oh it's fine leave it I don't know like this is one where I really think that you guys need to come in in the comments and let me know because (sighs) it's a tough one it really really is I I, you know I I know what the majority of you are going to say that this guy is the jerk he should have booked a bigger seat knowing that this was going to be an issue I get that I just think practically, is that likely? Again, I put myself in that spot. Is it that bad if I just use a little, a touch more space? Yes, ask and yes, don't snoop and just be nice about it. But he did frantically apologize. He didn't know, not not that he should have known, like, you know, he, he, it's not the sort of thing where you go, oh, I didn't realize, therefore it's not my fault. I get it. I don't know. I really don't know. It's easy to say, pay for extra leg space. Do this, do that, you know, be more prepared. But let's, let's just be practical about this. In a real world, what's the answer? Is this guy the jerk? I'll leave that one up to you lot. I really will also I need to just say that like, this woman has handled this awfully Do I think She's just being a karen I get it It's not ideal for her, but there are better ways of handling this Why is she not clarifying her point to the flight attendant? Why is she just going in on you? Surely any reasonable person says to just you. Hey, would you mind just you're coming into my area a little bit here I know you're taller. I know i'm smaller, but we pay for the same amount of space that would be completely reasonable and then if op doesn't do that Then you say, okay, I'm going to have to get the flight attendant because I'm not getting my money's worth here. But she didn't do that as well, which I don't know. It it, It makes it a little bit more debatable for me. But yes, as I said, get in the comments. Let's carry on. Am I the jerk for refusing to take my girlfriend to nice places because she eats like a kid? My girlfriend is an incredibly picky eater. Like I said in my title, she eats like she's 10 years old. In fact, I'll give a short list of things that she refuses to eat. Unflavored water, fish, excluding fried shrimp, anything with bones cheese other than sharp cheddar spinach onions garlic pasta without red sauce eggs spicy food aioli ketchup potatoes other than french fries pastries with fruit citrus sausage or any non-american food This compares to me, someone who grew up in multiple different regions of the US and lived abroad for a few years, so I'm a bit more adventurous when it comes to food. Whenever me and my girlfriend go out somewhere nice, she ends up getting the same meals, usually either a burger or chicken tenders and fries. We could be going to an authentic Nepalese restaurant and she'll get the French fries and white rice. To me, it's kind of embarrassing to go to a restaurant where there's a dress code and for her to order chicken tenders and fries. It especially bothers me that since I typically pay, I end up paying 15 bucks for chicken tenders that I could get from the freezer section at Walmart for five bucks. Recently in our area, a very nice dinner place opened up and my girlfriend has been dying to go. I took a look at the place and the menu and saw that it looked nice, but the food was kind of pricey. She said she was probably gonna get chicken tenders as per usual. I asked her, what's the point of going then if I can toss some tenders in the air fryer for her and not spend a ridiculous amount of money on it? She asked why I had an attitude about this. And I told her that I thought it was a waste of time and money to go to a nice place to get little kids food. She interpreted this as me calling her a little kid. I clarified that I wasn't calling her a child However, it is kind of childish for her to eat the way she does I also said that if she's gonna order food we can make at home There's not any point in us going anywhere. This led to an argument about me thinking i'm better than her So am I the jerk? Okay, this is i'm not gonna lie guys. I'm being tested here today This is another really controversial one that I think is super close and it could go either way. Right, let's go through this from the beginning. First of all, is it a shame that your girlfriend is an incredibly picky eater when you are not? I would say yes. And I would also say that as someone like you who clearly enjoys their food, experiencing different cuisines, has done so throughout their lives, it's a bit of a deep question, but are you really that compatible with someone that eats chicken tenders every time you go out? I'm not entirely sure. I I feel like that's quite a big thing. If you can't enjoy that with your partner, it's a shame. It's not the be-all and end-all of course, but it is a shame. And I can say from my experience, one of the nicest dates that I went on was going to some weird like restaurant and just trying all the weird food. I think it was Nordic food. It was all very strange. And some of it was disgusting, some of it was lovely. But the whole point was you tried it and you, you you had a different experience together and it was good fun, right? Not being able to do this, is a shame and i i agree it is a little bit weird that she's so keen to go to a new restaurant in the knowledge that she's going to get the same old food however going to a restaurant is not all about food it's also about the experience of being with someone and who knows she may love seeing you eat the food and hearing your thoughts about it and ultimately if you are in a relationship with this woman which you are then The food is just one small part of it, right? She may just love spending time with you and she knows that you love trying different food and different cuisines and she may just want to be a part of that. I don't know. There's a little bit of a lack of information here, but that is what I am thinking. I will say that you do come across as slightly patronizing as well. I don't think it's the worst thing for someone just to be super picky obviously it's not ideal and you know of course in an ideal world you would be able to experience these things with her but is it the end of the world that she's gonna have chicken every time is it really that bad that you have to spend a little bit more money on on stuff that you could get from the shop to enjoy her company and being together i don't think so what i would say though is that there are some compromises that you could make here for example you could say to her look i don't particularly enjoy paying for things that we could get from a freezer and eat at home when we're out at nice restaurants at exorbitant prices for what the actual contents of the dish is would you mind paying for it i think that's i think that's a reasonable request if she says no then yeah it's a problem if not you go from there or you could say really why are we going to these restaurants if you're not going to eat the food and then you can actually get to the bottom of why she wants to go and probably there's a reasonable answer there i don't know i feel like there's a a bit of information missing and there is an agreement that you could both come to and i get it it is a little bit embarrassing for you but this is the person that you are dating and at the very least she is eating every time you go out like imagine if she was the opposite and saying no i don't want to go to these places with you because I don't want to eat the food, right? At least you're going and experiencing this together and you're not having to go and find another friend or parent or whatever to go to these restaurants with. I see some comments on Reddit saying, you can do this with other people. Nah, I think it's a nice thing to do with your partner, even if they're not eating the food. And she's not stopping you from doing that and enjoying these new cuisines. In fact, she's encouraging it. I don't know. I think there's more to this, more information required, something you can definitely work on. And now for our final post of this episode. Am I the jerk for leaving when my brother-in-law would wouldn't let me in the hot tub my brother-in-law just bought a new house he lives about four hours from us last weekend my husband and i went to visit him for a few days and see the house for the first time long story short i got my period while i was sleeping and the guest room sheets had a small blood stain about the size of a quarter my husband helped me to strip the bed and i went down to the laundry room to pre-tree and then wash the sheets when they were done the blood stain was 100 gone but when we told my brother-in-law he looked completely disgusted he inspected the sheets super closely for a very long time and finally i was like jesus if you're looking that closely and can't find a stain can't you trust me that i got it out he seemed really put out by the whole thing that night we had plans to hang out in my brother-in-law's hot tub in the backyard but after dinner he told me that i wasn't allowed in the hot tub because of my period i was shocked and i explained that the nighttime leak was because i hadn't been expecting my period and i'd been fast asleep all night but that it was perfectly safe and sanitary for me to put in a tampon and sit in the hot tub for an hour but he wouldn't budge my husband had my back and told him that he was being ridiculous and it ended up turning into a big argument eventually my husband and i decided to pack our stuff and stay at a nearby hotel And then we drove home the next morning. Now my brother-in-law is fuming at us for leaving and for not respecting his home. He also Venma requested my husband $100 for new sheets, which he's refusing to pay but trust that if the stain hadn't come out, we would have been happy to replace them. He told his whole side of the family who have decided to fully stay out of it. Now, I wish they had our backs, but at least they're not piling onto us. So, are my husband and I jerks for leaving and not paying for the sheets? I mean, obviously not. What a way to end the episode with someone that is so dumb that i want to use stronger words to describe him how thick can you possibly be right how about this right think about this the olympics an amazing sporting event an event that personally I absolutely love now go with me on this analogy trust me do because we'll get there eventually now in the olympics they have some things called water sports Ooh, for example swimming diving synchronized swimming plus others water polo for example now if a woman an athlete who is going to be competing in the Olympics in one of these water sports, gets their period during the Olympics, which, by the way, lasts for two weeks. Oh, that's a real shame because they're not going to be allowed to compete in the Olympics anymore because there'll be blood everywhere and it'll be disgusting. Oh, wait, that's not what happens. I'm sorry, this guy is so... I, I think like he needs a biology lesson or some sort of lesson on tampons or just periods in general. If women weren't allowed to go in water when they're on their period, then... That would just be absolutely ridiculous and frankly the olympics would have to be cancelled I mean imagine all female athletes on their period at once. What what are you meant to do? Swimming's cancelled synchronized swimming is done Yeah, I don't care if you've got a ticket. There's no more athletics. It's a shame, isn't it? It really is a shame But I mean what cancel the steeplechase if you know, you know that is that is I don't know if that would that'd be interesting Yeah, all in all a very very stupid man (laughs) Just epitomized by the fact that he wanted you to pay for sheets when there was not even a bloodstain Ugh anyone reasonable would just say yeah it happens no worries guys and by the way thanks for sorting it i actually really appreciate that but no not your brother what an idiot am i the jerk for embarrassing my cousin and getting us kicked out of a restaurant i am a 25 year old woman and i don't have kids yet i never really wanted them growing up but i figure i'll eventually have kids in the future once i get my life together my cousin sarah who is 29 has two badly behaved kids from a previous relationship and a newborn baby with her 40-year-old boyfriend, MJ. Last night, my mother, sister, Sarah, and I went to a sushi restaurant, and this was my first time having sushi. After we ordered, I had a hard time using the chopsticks. My cousin started obnoxiously laughing. The waiter came over and asked me if I wanted training wheels, which is a little plastic item that attaches to the chopsticks and helps you hold them in place. My cousin laughed and said, sorry about her. She constantly embarrasses herself, and us i just gave her the side eye and put the training wheels on when it was time to order desserts her boyfriend mj finally joined us claiming that he'd been busy she went on to tell him how stupid and slow i was for not knowing how to use chopsticks and how the waiters and everyone around now know that i'm an embarrassment my mom asked her what her problem was and she goes on a rant about how i'm so embarrassing and it's no wonder i'm jealous of her being a mother and no one wants to have kids with you. I finally had enough. I said, I don't have kids because I don't want them to come out like your rude pieces of trash. And you're calling me an embarrassment? Didn't MJ just have a baby on you with his wife? Your baby literally has a sibling a week apart from her. You probably learned how to use chopsticks by eating his wife's leftovers. Wow. I guess when she was attacking me, it was fine because everyone then turned on me. It got so loud that management had to get involved Sarah was screaming and crying MJ was yelling at me and my mum and sister were berating me for being mean Management brought the bill and told us to please pay it and leave my mum paid the entire bill But my sister said that i'm the jerk for embarrassing sarah and getting us kicked out and how she's probably going through Postpartum depression now. I don't really know if I went too far seeing as she's probably going through some post baby stress So am I the jerk? Now guys, before we even get into my thoughts on this, there is an update to this post. Thank you all for the overwhelming responses. I've been wanting to put Sarah in her place for a while now, and I'm glad I did it. However, Sarah's mum got involved and is mad at me. Apparently, MJ told Sarah that him and his wife were separating. Sarah found out that he lied because she was secretly stalking his wife's Facebook page and got the shock of her life when wifey posted a newborn baby and MJ was there for the birth sarah did the math and realized that he got both of them pregnant the week of his birthday she confronted him and he confirmed it he also said that she'll have to get over it or he'll leave so she stayed and is now constantly in shambles not my problem now on to the problem she kept the wife's baby a secret and only told her mum, who told my mum, who told my sister and i so they said they were angry because i wasn't supposed to repeat it but i didn't know it was classified information after like a week that's all everyone talked about sarah's mum, my aunt reached out to me this morning and she said that sarah's problem with me is that i always said i don't like kids and only a horrible person doesn't like kids and that i was mean to her about her kids two months ago two months ago she wanted to go to a party with mj and asked me to watch her kids all three of them for free I told her no because they're untrained I don't feel comfortable watching a newborn and she'll have to pay me to put up with the other two So I guess that's why she's still holding grudges regardless Sarah's mum said she was having a really hard time after finding out about the outside baby Who technically is the inside baby as sarah's baby is the outside baby, but whatever And she wants me to apologize for putting her business out there for everyone She got my mum and sister involved. So I just called sarah and apologized She said I don't care what you have to say and hung up regardless. I held up my end of the bargain Hopefully this gets blown over soon because your girl is tired. And there we go Well, I must say that wasn't exactly the update I was expecting It seemed pretty rudimentary and pretty innocent to be fair at first just getting kicked out of a restaurant But no, I didn't realize you were actually revealing that your cousin's new boyfriend had two children with two different women Obviously within a week of each other that is unbelievable I've got to say, MJ, uh, what a man. Also, the fact that he's like, nah, I'm going to stay with my wife, by the way. Uh, So, either it's up to you. You can leave or stay with me and we can have our two separate children that are both mine different lives. Like, How is that ever going to work? I don't know. I mean, that's not really the point of this post, but that was the thing that just, you know... It was pretty baffling to me. Wow, what a what a family affair this is going to become. I will say, you're definitely not the jerk. And it's also not your fault that you were the one that exposes information. How are you to know not to say it? You know, how are you to know? And also, this is not the sort of thing you can hide. You can't just hide a child. Good luck doing that. Uh, Maddie, if you're watching, come out soon. Is that staying in? It definitely isn't. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stay. Is that too dark? Probably. But we'll keep it in. You know what? Let's stay in. Let's carry on. Am I the jerk for not allowing my daughter to spend Christmas with me and my new family? I am a 46 year old mother of a 24 year old woman from my first marriage and 12 and 10 year old boys from my second marriage When I was married to my first husband, he was unemployed almost all our marriage We lived in his house that his father owned his father paid our bills He bought us the car we drove. He sent my husband money to take care of our family, etc I was young stupid and in love. That is my only excuse for living like that When my daughter turned five, I started pushing my husband to work and I myself got a job He didn't want to Things escalated and ended up in us getting divorced He got full custody while I got visitations every other saturday. His dad hired a good lawyer. I couldn't do that I also had to pay child support I used to work a full-time and two part-time jobs to afford my one-bedroom apartment as well as the child support payments A year after our divorce my ex married a new woman There was a lot of child alienation from them and sadly I couldn't afford to take them to court again By the time my daughter turned 14 she was calling me by name and calling her stepmom "mum." i tried my best to hold on to my kid i went to all the events i could go to i planned fun days with the limited funds i had even when i couldn't afford to turn on the heat i still made sure to get her a christmas gift sadly by the time she turned 16 she no longer wanted to have anything to do with me I took them to court, but they did nothing and the last time I saw her she said some very awful things to me I was defeated, but I decided that I no longer had a daughter since that is literally what she wanted I moved away met a good man married him and had two wonderful kids last year. My daughter reached out She was sorry. She said that she wanted to reconnect. I was hesitant and resentful, but I still talk with her once a week. Suddenly, she asked if she could spend Christmas with us. She wanted to get to know her brothers. I told her that we were not at a stage where I could allow that. It got heated, but I told her that I could not trust her with my kids and that I was still not 100% sure that I wanted our relationship to become more. She says that I'm a jerk, that I'm punishing her for things she had no control over, that I know what she told me and how she reacted to me was a direct result of her father's manipulation. So, am I the jerk? Well, never have I agreed with someone more than I agree with your daughter right now She says you're the jerk for punishing her for things she had no control over and yeah, I completely agree with her It's very clear to me anyway that the way she acted throughout all those years, you know Alienating you telling you that she wanted nothing to do with you. is directly because of her father your ex-husband That's clear to see. I just think it's harsh to punish a literal child Someone that you know was thinking those things when they were 14 16 even younger Just because of your ex and now they've realized that that is the reason and you're still punishing them for that Yeah, I think it's time to just forget the past and try and make a new relationship with your daughter Am I the jerk for throwing away the expensive whiskey my brother got me for my 40th? I am a 40 year old man and I just turned 40 last week I'm divorced and have two teenage kids with my ex-wife a 17 year old boy and a 14 year old girl My whole family came to mine and my girlfriend's apartment last saturday for my birthday party My parents, some aunts and uncles, some cousins, my three brothers with their families, my two kids, and my girlfriend's 15-year-old son who lives with us. I am a recovered alcoholic. I've been sober for six years now. Alcohol absolutely ruined my life. It destroyed my marriage and nuked my relationship with my kids for years. I don't allow alcohol in my home now for anyone it just isn't served or tolerated here My entire family knows this very well as they know my entire history with alcohol for my 40th My brother bought me a very expensive bottle of whiskey. It had writing on it a very heavy bottle and very old whiskey So it probably cost him a couple hundred bucks when he gave me that bottle I was shocked and said I don't drink but thanks for the gift He then opened the bottle and started pouring shots in plastic cups for everyone. My daughter had a panic attack at the smell of the alcohol, which I'm painfully aware is my fault and I will never forgive myself for it. So I told my brother to take the alcohol out on the balcony and just leave it there. He though wouldn't do it and took a shot of the whiskey. I told him to seriously stop it and he proceeded to pour the whiskey. He then said I'm acting like a sober saint now when I ruined everyone's birthdays for years with my drinking. I told him to come to the hallway with me and talk it out. He refused and put a glass of whiskey in my hand. I took the trash can, threw the whiskey bottle in it and the plastic cups and took the trash out. My brother then stormed off and my mum followed him. She later called me demanding an apology for disrespecting my brother like that. My dad said I was being overly sensitive. And some of my other family members also agree. Am I the jerk here? obviously not are you kidding me you're giving someone who was an alcoholic and therefore is still an alcoholic because being an alcoholic you can never really leave that behind you're still addicted to alcohol even if you don't have it anymore a bottle of whiskey for their birthday and then saying come on everyone let's do some shots are you mad what's shocking here is just your entire family's reaction to this like they should be saying to your brother what are you doing leave immediately are you joking you know how much alcohol has ruined not just op's life but his family's life as well. I mean, look, his daughter's just had a panic attack for God's sake, because of the smell. That shows how incredibly impactful alcohol has been on this family. Yet you still bring it to his birthday party? Wow. Am I the jerk for not wanting my husband to go to his ex's funeral? I'll admit i'm biased right off the bat. I couldn't stand her I call her his ex to myself and others. He called her his friend We're all in our early 40s and she died recently an aneurysm I've been with him for 10 years now, but he'd known her for 20 plus the way he tells it They were friends in college decided to date got married and then realized they weren't a great couple and decided to just be friends All that happened years before I met him He was clear early on that she was important a couple of months into dating It came up that his friend was actually his ex-wife He explained the above to me saying she was one of his closest friends and that it was purely platonic I expressed some discomfort at him being so close to an ex and he told me that's fine If you have a serious issue with it, let me know now and save us some time. I'll choose her I like you and all but i've known her for over 12 years and she is one of the most important people in my life You'll have to be okay with that if you want us to be a thing when we were engaged I asked again He gave me this perplexed look and asked why would us getting married affect my friendships? I sucked it up and went along. I resented every moment of knowing her especially when we had to be social She understood some part of him that I couldn't her husband was friends with mine as well So it's not like I could use him as an angle oh wow that is a horribly malicious comment i've got to say he'd have lunch with the ex they'd go to their geeky movies and whatever the few times i brought it up he said we had this conversation before and you had your chance to back out she died after they had lunch the other day on the way to her car he spent a bunch of time crying but honestly i was relieved he was working with her husband on funeral planning i told him you don't think you're going do you this is my argument summed up she's dead so she's not a factor anymore He doesn't get to use his she's my friend excuse since she doesn't exist anymore. He had his cry for a couple of days. He gets to be done with mourning her already. There's no need for him to go to her funeral since I wouldn't want her at his. What am I reading? He was the angriest I've ever seen him when I told him that, replying that he'll be going no matter how I feel and that he's willing to burn this to the fricking ground while holding up his wedding band. Besides you, she was the closest friend in my life. Him her husband and my sisters are calling me an insensitive jerk over this All saying that there was no romantic aspect to their relationship and that i'm heartless Her husband went so far as calling me a ghoul for how i reacted I never felt their relationship was appropriate and I hid that for years because I wanted to be with my husband Now that she's gone, I don't feel I should have to hide it anymore and can speak freely so am I in the wrong for just wanting him to be done with her and for him to not attend the funeral? Well, I've got to say first of all absolutely. Yes, you're in the wrong and secondly some of the language in here is nuts I can't quite believe it. Don't get me wrong. I can understand how from your perspective You don't particularly like this relationship their exes, you know They were married and they're still great friends and it's annoying to you I can understand that. However, your husband is right. He's given you so many opportunities throughout your entire relationship to be like, okay, this is too much for me. I'm done with it. But you've kept going. Now, admittedly, I understand that maybe you were like, okay, I don't like this, but I love him. I'm going to keep going no matter what. And you still don't like it. That's okay. However... Some of the malicious stuff that you're saying here saying that you're glad that she's dead that she's not a factor anymore That he's done with his mourning over his best friend other than you and that he now can't even go to the funeral That's insane. Even if you hated this woman, you didn't like her relationship with your husband I don't really care. Ultimately, she was your husband's best friend other than you as he said and you're saying no You can't go to the funeral that Is crazy. You're definitely the butthole. Now, before we get into our next story, I have a very special announcement for you. After an insane amount of demand from you guys, I'm delighted to say that I've released some limited edition, not today Karen merch. Picture this you're out and about in the streets, and a wild Karen appears and starts confronting you. What do you do? Well, normally you have to talk to a witch like this. However, get one of these t shirts or hoodies on, and all you have to do is simply point to it, laugh. And walk away how easy is that the link is down in the description if you like what you see go ahead check the stuff out i think they'd make a great christmas present or even just a little gift for yourself as always it's official stuff from the very best supplier so the quality is unmatched and it's one of the best ways to support me and the channel with that being said let's carry on am i the jerk for not letting our kids eat my wife's cooking i am a 34 year old man and i have a wife and we have two children a four year old girl and a seven year old boy I work as a manager at a care home and my wife owns a bakery with her mum My wife cooks all the time because she is much better at cooking than I am I cook sometimes She is the one who takes care of the house, the kids and chores Yesterday when I came back from work dinner was ready So I plated it up for everyone while my wife was washing her hands My kids like their food cut up I was cutting their chicken into pieces and it looked a bit pink I told my wife to look at it and she said It is a little bit pink but it's fine I told her I'm not letting them eat this if it's pink She told me to stop being a baby and it's not going to kill them I kept telling her it's pink in the middle. They shouldn't eat that they can get food poisoning and that it's dangerous for them She told me if you don't want them eating it, then you can cook their dinner. So I made them cheese and ham toasties I also made her one but she didn't eat it. She told me she isn't talking to me if I think her cooking is horrible Now, I don't think it's horrible. I just didn't want our kids eating that I told her to stop thinking she was right so, am I the jerk? I mean, I don't know about this one. Surely the simple solution in this isolated instance of the pink chicken is just to cook it for a little bit longer. Just say to your wife, Look, I don't want to, you know, be rude. You do all the cooking, you take care of the kids. I completely respect that and I'm very grateful for it. Would you mind just to satisfy my inner, you know, worries if we can just put this chicken a little bit longer? I'm sorry, but a little bit longer just so it's not as pink. You yourself have admitted it is a little bit on the pink side, even if that's not going to really, you know, harm our children. And she probably If she was a reasonable woman would have said, okay, not ideal, but fair enough. I understand. However, you've gone down the complete wrong road Being petty making a completely different meal and not even letting your wife give her cooking to your children Yeah, that's way too far my friend. That's not the way of doing it now this incident on top of you saying that your wife Is better at cooking than you. I don't know how that really works I mean just train right practice you can be a good cook like women aren't born better cooks than men Are they it's just are you good at it or not like practice it my friend Also, she takes care of the kids and she just seems to do all the other chores. Yeah, it's not looking great for you My friend are we the jerks for not giving our granddaughter the same wedding gift as our other grandchildren? First of all, this is my first post on here ever. I wanted an objective opinion and I have read a lot of these kinds of posts on Facebook. If I do anything wrong, please tell me. Oh, don't worry, I will. I am a woman in my seventies and I'm the grandmother to five wonderful grandkids, three women and two men. The last of my grandkids got married last October. My husband and I usually get them a small gift, usually the cheapest thing on the registry. Then the day before the wedding, we privately give them a check for $40,000. We prefer that they use it for a house, but we don't force them to do so We also ask them to keep it private We have a big extended family and we don't want them to expect it from us They all honored this request. When it came to our youngest granddaughter, we bought her an air fryer. That was the cheapest thing on the registry and sent it in advance. Then she called us furious. She went off on us for being cheap and how she knew we had money, but that we didn't love her enough to show it by getting her something more expensive. We were horrified by her behavior. Then she went ahead and threatened to disinvite us if we didn't get her a better gift. We discussed it, bought her a china set, but we did not give her the money that was set aside for her. We decided that she did not deserve it. Fast forward to last week. She met up with her brother. They got to talking and she found out about the cash gift that he got. She asked her cousins and found out all of them got the same gift. She called us furious for discriminating against her. We told her that it was our money, and after how she behaved, we did not want to give it to her. She started crying, said that she was just extremely stressed, and that we shouldn't have taken it to heart. We told her that we stand by our decision, but now she is refusing to attend Christmas. And her mother, our daughter-in-law, is calling us jerks. So are we no absolutely you're not as you said it is your money you can do with it as you like and ultimately you have done what you were asked to do in the first place right you know there's a registry for a reason there's a list you've got something on that list why is she so upset with you maybe she could be annoyed fine like you have a lot of money fair enough she knows this but because of her behavior being entitled being clearly very spoiled you've decided not to give her the money and that's completely your decision i mean the crazy thing is that she cared more about the cost of the gift that you got her than your presence at her wedding. That is that is a bit nuts. You have to admit right? That's nothing to do with money. Or anything like that. That's just her trying to get as much money. That just goes against everything. That you'd ever want in a person right? That's got nothing to do with your family. Relationships. That sort of stuff. That's just like. If you're not going to give me enough money. Then you're not invited at all. Oh and also. She called you furious. Once she found out about the lack of 40k. Trying to force you to give her more money. Again. She didn't even learn her lesson the first time. Maybe if she'd come up with an amazing apology, you might have given her the money. Who knows? But the fact that she didn't learn her lesson proves that you were in the right in the first place. Am I the jerk for upstaging my wife in our Christmas cookie baking tradition? My wife and I have a tradition every Christmas where we bake Christmas cookies and frost them with our friends. We then give the cookies out to friends and family and helpers. Every year, my wife would take on the bulk of the baking duties, insisting that only she knew how to bake them right and only letting whoever is helping frost them them. She always insisted on doing all the baking because frosting is the fun part and the only thing people want to do. Usually, this frosting and baking marathon would last until the wee hours of the morning and start around noon. Well, this year, for reasons that aren't relevant to this post today, she would not be available on the day we normally do all of this. She was sad that we wouldn't be able to do our cookie tradition. I said that I was more than capable of baking the cookies. She seemed to think that I was joking and that I could basically never do it myself, Well, I said I'd try, and she wished me a sarcastic good luck. Well, in the run-up to the days of baking and frosting, I start running drills to optimize production. Enter testing and tragic mistake montage. I started rearranging the house in various configurations, running tests on the dough we were using to see how long it took to bake and making appropriate changes while running it by taste testers, substituting ingredients for quicker bake time while preserving taste, making the cookies as thin as possible without compromising frosting ratio, canvas space for creativity and or compromising structural integrity, etc. So come the day of baking, I have everything down to a science. As friends and family come in, I give them the rundown. After a couple of hours most kinks are worked out and cookies are flowing out at a breakneck pace Eventually we start running out of material something that never happened under my wife's ages We start making runs to the store for the necessary raw materials to fuel our mighty cookie forges By the time we were done we were exhausted around 2 a.m We produced at least five times the amount of cookies that we ever had before Well, my wife gets home a couple of days later and is weirdly upset She insists the cookies taste weird that we spent too much money and that I was actively trying to make her look bad By making so much more than her in truth I ran blind tests to see if anyone could differentiate between our old recipe and mine And Nobody could I also only spent 40% more than years previous as I slotted in some cheaper ingredients and bought some stuff in bulk And I'd absolutely zero intention of upstaging her. I simply had the goal of maximizing cookie production She says that even if I didn't do it on purpose that I should have thought about how it made her look to our circles And that i've embarrassed her and she actually called me a jerk She's never called me that in all three years of marriage. So I can't help but think I am So am I in the wrong? And there we go, a little bit of a techie one to end with. I'm not entirely sure how I think about this. Just from reading your post, OP and seeing how you sound, and, you know, trying to gauge the tone of your voice and how you feel about this entire thing through your words, I wouldn't say that you're the jerk. You sound like a nice guy, and you sound like you had good intentions. And ultimately, you did come out with a fantastic solution that yielded five times the amount that it did in the past, and everyone seemed to like it and have a good time. So fair play for that. What I would say, though, is that your wife is upset for a reason, And I think it's a valid reason it is her thing and look maybe given that she wasn't gonna do it It's nice of you to take over it and she could have been a little bit more grateful But I do understand in part why she feels slightly upstaged Especially if you've made so much more and you know people are saying it's just as nice I can understand why she'd feel a bit miffed about that Like it's a tough one because you didn't do anything wrong and the way you did it sounds fun and competitive Which probably was exciting for a lot of people but in your wife's shoes You wouldn't want to come home and discover that the thing that you do every single year has actually been improved or people have had more fun when you're not there like that wouldn't be a nice surprise to come back to would it? So I would say look you did nothing wrong But maybe consider telling your wife how much you appreciate her doing it normally How much you didn't like her being there how, how how much better it would have been if she was there with you and how much you were missed And ultimately you'd rather have her and fewer cookies than more cookies without her Am I the jerk for getting up from my chair in the middle of christmas dinner and shouting Shut the f up about my body in response to my husband's observation so, ever since I had my son months ago, my husband has started making indirect comments about my body. He never says any hurtful words, but I find his observations, as he calls it, hurtful. For example, he'd see me wearing an old top and say, oh, that top used to look good on you, but not anymore though. Or when he looks at my waist and says, wow, didn't know your waist could get this wide. Basically, passive stuff that I tried to ignore till it extended to friends and family. FYI, this went on for months and months and months. We went to Christmas celebration at his family's home. My sister-in-law complimented my floral maxi dress and my husband said, I agree, it looks nice on you. Though I have to admit that your waist could get smaller than this. Awkward silence took over. I was absolutely fuming and this was my last straw So I got up from my chair in the middle of dinner and shouted at the top of my lungs Shut the f up about my body He was absolutely speechless as his family stared while some others tried to get me to calm down But the situation got more tense and dinner ended up being cut short And my husband stormed off to his friend's place to spend the night upon leaving a very nasty text Saying I embarrassed him and made a scene over an observation he made He called me childish and told me to get therapy for my insecurity. Instead of verbally abusing him and scaring his family now I feel like an absolute idiot jerk and like i ruined Christmas for him and everybody with my oversensitivity So am I in the wrong? Well, first thing to say is it's very clear that you're not the jerk in this story Are you mad and secondly, these are not observations from your husband. They're not even passive-aggressive. They're just horrible insults To me, this guy just seems emotionally abusive He probably knows exactly what he's doing and is trying to put you down for whatever reason and it's just a disgusting man why are you with him? Am I the jerk for silently getting up and walking out of the restaurant during New Year's Eve dinner after I was told to pay for everyone at the table by my in-laws? I am a 32-year-old woman, and I recently inherited a good amount of money from my mum. I keep the money in a separate account as I still haven't decided what to do with it, and I didn't want it to go to waste. I noticed my husband constantly bringing up the inheritance money and making countless suggestions as to how I should spend it. Another thing is that he expects me to pay for nearly everything the past couple of weeks. For New Year's Eve, my husband and I met up with his family at a restaurant to celebrate. It was going fine until I found out that I was expected to pay for everyone at the table. My husband's mum joked about paying for dinner out of my inheritance pocket, which made me livid, but I showed no reaction, just silently paid for my own food and drinks. Then I got up and made my way out of the restaurant. They were shouting after me like a crowd and my husband tried to get me to come back, but I drove home. He got back at 3 a.m. yelling at me, saying I was pathetic to get up and walk out on him and his family after they relied on me to pay for their food and thought i was gracious enough to do it but they were wrong he said i humiliated him and the family and that what i did was an attempt to get back at them for not being able to help Mum when she was sick not true is all i'm gonna say he is mad and saying that i caused a huge rift between his family and me when it wouldn't have hurt me to pay for the celebratory dinner so am i the jerk again like the first story you're obviously not in the wrong here it's your money it's your inheritance and once again your husband and his family are very very strange let me get this straight your mum dies from an illness and the thing that your in-laws and your husband say is great now you can take us to dinner and spend money on us that it's just weird am i the jerk for telling my parents that they ruined new year's celebration after they kicked my husband out over a joke i've been married to my second husband mike for four years now he's a jokester and loves to crack jokes all the time he especially likes a joke with my brother ethan and his wife Ethan used to be okay with it until he started complaining about Mike taking it too far with his jokes Some context about Ethan he and his wife couldn't have kids so they adopted a boy Joey two years ago Mike has been making silly light-hearted jokes involving Joey's bio parents as a way to mess with Ethan and his wife I already talked to Mike and let me tell you he 100% means no harm and is just trying to get them to react So fast forward to New Year's Eve My parents hosted a big celebratory dinner and Ethan and his wife came. While we were eating dinner, Mike decided to tell a knock-knock joke to Ethan. He said, knock-knock. Ethan laughed and said, who's there? Mike replied, Joey's bio parents, then burst out laughing. Sorry, I've got to just interrupt it. That has to be one of the worst jokes that I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, how... How is that funny? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, to be fair, it's got me laughing, but that's just because it's so stupid. Silence took over and Ethan's facial expressions changed. His wife called Mike an idiot, to which Mike replied with, hey, relax, it was just a joke. An argument ensued and dinner was paused. My parents suddenly told Mike to leave, which I thought was too harsh. I tried to speak to them and get them to calm down, but mum insisted that Mike leave. We left and Mike was complaining the whole time about how they overreacted. I called mum later and she told me Mike was out of line with his hurtful jokes About this touchy topic and told me that I was wrong for defending him and saying he was just joking She said he ruined new years for the family But I told her it was her and dad who ruined the celebrations for escalating the situation and kicking him out I told her he could talk to them. But again, they were the ones who ruined new Year's celebration She called me delusional for the statement and hung up We haven't talked to them for days. I tried contacting Ethan, but no response It's kind of like when someone says a really terrible offensive joke and then says no offense at the end And then they think it's okay because they've added the no offense except in this story There was no offense at the end It was just honestly one of the worst jokes i've ever heard like where is the humor in that? I know I said it halfway through but honestly (laughs) what part of that is funny It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's pretty obvious to say this, but yeah, just because you find something funny doesn't mean it's not offending someone else. It's not about how you find the joke you're telling. It's about, you know, if the person you're telling it to finds it funny. It's so weird. Genuinely, the worst joke I've probably ever heard. And yeah, needless to say, in this story, your husband is obviously the jerk, and so are you for defending him. Am I the jerk for putting parental controls on my TV and royally angering my father-in-law? I live with my wife. We have two kids, an eight-year-old boy and a six-year-old girl. My wife's parents are staying with us temporarily as their home is having some serious repairs after a freak accident. It wasn't their fault and luckily they had insurance. The repairs should be completed in two months from now. I don't really get along with my in-laws, especially my father-in-law, but I agreed to let them stay because I thought the time would fly by and it wouldn't be that bad but I'm posting here, so I guess I was wrong. My mother-in-law doesn't have a job, and my father-in-law works late shifts until around 11 p.m. When he gets home, they'll watch YouTube in the living room and play music at loud volume with our speaker system, It's not college house party base tearing apart the walls loud, but it's still loud My kids are not light sleepers, but this wakes them up Then they go wake me up because they want me to make it stop My kids need to be rested for school and I need to get up in the morning to drop them off and go to work My wife works overnight shifts so she doesn't witness this I've tried to talk to my mother and father-in-law about it and ask that they please keep the noise down after my kids bedtime Which is half past eight I don't expect complete silence, but I really don't think they need to have the TV on loud late at night. My father-in-law argued with me and said that he doesn't finish work until 11 p.m. So I'm basically expecting him not to do the things that he enjoys after work. I told him he can do it before work or on his days off or it's tough. He complained to my wife who's now taking his side and saying that the kids need to learn how to sleep through a bit of everyday noise I told her it's not everyday noise and that he and my mother-in-law are being excessively noisy and inconsiderate She's just not there to see it My father-in-law has been sending me links to buy earplugs for the kids. I've gotten really fed up with this. It's not my in-law's house and they're staying with us as guests and I think they're being really selfish. I decided to put parental controls on the TV so that my in-laws can't use it after half past eight until 6 a.m. the next day. Between those times, the TV cannot be used without putting in the password and only I know it this doesn't affect my wife as she doesn't get off work until 6am and isn't normally home until 6:20ish my father in law is now incredibly angry with me and said that i'm acting like a child and keeps pestering me demanding the password my wife is also mad at me for upsetting her dad i'm just so annoyed at this whole situation and i'm sick of hearing about it so i just want to know if i'm morally in the clear op of course you're in the clear as you said right from the beginning it's your house and that is as simple as it gets they are guests in your home i don't care if they're in-laws or not they are still guests in your home and therefore they have to respect your rules saying that the kids should just get earplugs or sleep through a little bit of noise is crazy like that is ridiculous i get it, a little bit of chat here and there's all right the tv on a very low volume fair enough but it is 11 o'clock on a school night for your kids in their home that's not really fair ultimately if they don't like the rules that you've set in your own house and they can go and stay in a motel or something like there's no need for them to be there especially given that you're giving them the house for free right they're staying with you i presume for free it's strange that your wife is backing them up this much when her own children are being affected by this overall get them gone You are not the jerk am I the jerk for snitching and causing my friend to lose her scholarship dream college acceptance I a 19 year old woman am a sophomore in college and I have a friend tia who was in high school and applying for colleges and scholarships I helped her throughout the college process and she ended up getting in early action to her top college and she got a full scholarship I was happy for her until recently i was talking to a mutual friend of ours and she started gushing about how tia's essay was so heartfelt and beautiful i asked to see it because i thought she'd just forgotten to show me she showed me many of her essay drafts but as i was reading it i was completely taken aback this essay was one of my college essay drafts which i'd shown to tia for reference on writing techniques only I made this clear i was livid the essay was really personal and she barely even tweaked it up it was almost entirely copied and pasted i trusted her with it and this is what she did in a fit of rage i gathered all the evidence of me helping her with the college process including evidence of me sending the specific essay to her And i showed it to the school she not only lost her scholarship but she also lost her seat at the school now people are calling me dramatic and shaming me for robbing her of her education she's the only person in her family to get into college and receive an academic and athletic scholarship so everyone was rooting for her including me at one time and while i didn't expect the outcome to be so severe it was. Right now, I feel bad. I feel terrible. I feel like she took advantage of me, but I didn't want to be the cause of something so horrible. I did myself a justice, but at the cost of someone's dreams. Now I'm wondering if what I did was justified or not. So, am I the jerk? Now this one I think is actually quite a tough one The easy answer here is just to quickly say No, of course you're not You're you're in the right She stole your essay You trusted her And she betrayed your trust She deserves all the punishment in the world And I get that, I really do However, does the punishment of her completely losing her dream spot Her scholarship, her education, etc Really justify the crime of copying one essay? I'm not entirely sure that it does For me, it depends on the other stuff that she did Was that all copied as well? How heavily was that referenced? How much was it her own work? Because if it was just this one essay that she copied Yes for you, OP, I understand that's a horrible situation and it would feel terrible. And of course, you need there to be some repercussions for your own sake. But if it was just that one, this does seem a little bit too far to me. And of course, you could never have known that this was going to happen and she was going to be kicked out. So fair enough, if you wanted to go ahead and do what you did, I do get that from your personal point of view. It just seems a little bit harsh for me. That's all. I mean, look, I'm not surprised. I'm just reading through the comments here. And the majority are saying that OP is not the jerk and that she plagiarized and, you know, you can't do that to get into college, etc., cetera, et cetera. It all makes sense to me. It does. I just think, come on. Everyone's copied at some point, haven't they? Let's be honest with each other. Everyone's done it. It's only one thing. Is it really that bad? Am I the jerk for not defending my boyfriend when my brother asked him to leave? My boyfriend, Ryan, likes to help others. He's the type of guy who would give a coworker money for their rent or buy groceries for our neighbor. However, he can take it too far at times. He often tries to help people without asking if they need or want his help. Every year, my brother Paul and his wife, Lily, host a holiday dinner. This year, Ryan attended for the first time. Before we left for their house, I told Ryan that Lily was legally blind and had been her entire life. She knew what she could and could not do. I told Ryan to only help Lily if she asked for help. We arrived early so I could help Paul and Lily cook. While we were cooking, Ryan kept telling Lily things like, Lily, if you're looking for the soul, it's to your right. Or, Lily, don't put that there. It's too close to the edge. Lily and Paul both told him that while his commentary was somewhat helpful, it was completely unnecessary. Still, Ryan did not stop. However, things became tense when Lily went to go and chop vegetables. When she pulled out a knife, Ryan stopped her and asked if he could take over because he didn't want Lily to hurt herself. Lily said she'd be fine, but Ryan insisted that she give him the knife. Finally, Paul got annoyed and told Ryan to stop. Ryan did stop, but he kept hovering over Lily while she was shopping. I asked Ryan to sit down until dinner was ready, but Ryan insisted that he just wanted to help. Finally, Lily asked him and I to help set the table and greet people arriving. We did, but things were still tense. I did pull Ryan to the side and reminded him again to only help Lily if she asked for it. He agreed, but I could tell that he was still upset. Everything finally boiled over after dinner. My nieces, who are five and three years old, have a game they love to play with their mother they will hand Lily something and Lily would have to guess what it is. Lily would sometimes make a couple of clearly outrageous guesses, like saying an egg is an elephant or a shoe, to make her daughters laugh. After dinner, the eldest handed Lily the salt shaker. When Lily guessed it was a phone, Ryan piped up and said it was a salt shaker. Lily laughed it off and explained the game to Ryan, but I could see that she was annoyed. My niece then handed Lily a coin. When Lily guessed incorrectly, Ryan loudly told Lily it was a coin. This was apparently the last straw for Paul. Paul demanded that Ryan leave since he clearly couldn't respect Lily. Ryan insisted that he was trying to be helpful. However, Lily said it was probably best if Ryan and I left. I quickly gathered up our things and managed to convince Ryan to leave. Ryan is currently angry at me. He said I should have defended him, especially since I knew he was only being helpful. He also insisted that I should have stood up against Paul's overreaction. Those are Ryan's words. I'm now wondering if I should have defended Ryan. So, am I the jerk? No, you're definitely not in the wrong. But I would say that the thing that you are wrong about is calling Ryan helpful in the first place. I don't think this is helpful at all. This is the opposite of helpful. If you get someone that is so helpful that they do things that are just not helpful at all, and if anything, are actually really offensive to someone else, then that is not helpful. And even when they're told multiple times to stop doing something and they continue to do it, then that is the opposite of helpful. That's not being too helpful. That is being unhelpful. I'm not sure what's going on here with Ryan and his personality, but I feel like he knows what he's doing, right? You can't be too helpful to the extent that you keep trying to do something and help out when you're being explicitly told to stop doing that that doesn't make any sense to me like he sounds insufferable right he wasn't being nice at any point during this i mean maybe at the start fine when he didn't get it and even though you told him about lily being blind and being okay with what she can and can't do Fine, give him a little bit of leeway. After you tell him, he just becomes super patronizing. And I completely agree with Paul. Get him gone. Because Lily was clearly getting annoyed and it was just ruining the entire experience. Am I the jerk for laughing at my niece's gift? My 12-year-old niece is really into arts and crafts and recently got into crocheting. Before Christmas, she told me that she had a surprise gift for me and seemed really excited about it. I told her I was really looking forward to it as well, and I prepared her gift myself, which was actually art supplies. On Christmas, when we had our family gathering, she brought brought me her gift and was super excited for me to open it. When I opened it, I saw a crocheted animal, but if I'm being honest, it looked really, really bad. To give you an idea of what it looked like, imagine something from r slash bad taxidermy, but in crochet form. I couldn't help but burst out laughing and I couldn't stop laughing no matter how hard I tried to suppress it. So I had to excuse myself to go to the washroom where I locked myself for nearly 10 minutes when I came out My niece was in tears with her parents trying to console her and I apologized profusely and told her that I really liked her gift But she kept crying and shouting at me calling me a liar and that she sucked at art My niece avoided me for the vast majority of the party after that I tried to make her feel better by displaying her gift on my living room cabinet But my wife pulled me aside later in the day and told me to take it down after the party because it was in her words really ugly. And made her uncomfortable surprisingly all the adults were very understanding of my situation But I feel really bad because I feel like I destroyed my niece's confidence and i'm not sure how I can make it up to her Yeah, you should feel bad and yeah, you did destroy her confidence I don't think that any sane person in that situation would laugh Especially not for 10 minutes if you can see the joy and excitement in a young person's face about giving you literally anything Let alone something that they've spent hard graft and time working on for you even if it's Completely so embarrassingly awful. You don't laugh. You say wow, that's amazing You accept it and then maybe you joke about it later with the adults if you really want to But you don't laugh right then and there in their face about something that they've gifted you That is shocking form. Am I the jerk for refusing to forgive my dad for breaking our deal? When I, a 17-year-old man, was eight, my parents bought me a piano and signed me up for lessons. I was super excited because I love music. Over time, I kind of became known as the piano guy at school. I play at school concerts, accompany the school jazz choir, and play once a week for the residents at a couple of retirement homes in our town. When I was 15, I started to talk about quitting lessons, and my parents quickly tried to guilt me out of it. I told them I wanted to try other things, and that between piano and studying, I didn't have much time left for other extracurriculars. My dad proposed a deal. If i kept playing and taking lessons until i reached level 10 rcm royal conservatory of music and continued to keep my grades up at school he would buy me a new car of my choice i jumped at it and we shook hands on the deal i should explain that my family is well off financially i have a very privileged life but I wouldn't say I've been spoiled. If I ever want a luxury item like a new phone or games console, I have to buy it myself with money that I've saved from summer and after school jobs. I should also explain that my dad's big on loopholes. When we compete, he always finds a way to win. And when I do, it doesn't count because of some loophole. It drives me nuts, but he thinks it's hilarious. Whenever I complain about him not playing fair, his answer is always the same. Life isn't fair. So because of our deal, I kept up with my lessons. I spent about one to two hours a day on piano, while. Keeping my grades up last summer i took my level 9 rcm exams and passed fulfilling my part of the deal i told my dad i chose the bmw x5 plug-in hybrid suv a couple of months ago on my birthday i came downstairs for breakfast and my dad told me there was a surprise waiting for me in the garage i ran out and sitting in the middle of the floor was a 1 24th scale toy bmw x5 my dad burst out laughing and said a deal's a deal so as promised here is your brand new bmw my heart absolutely broke i asked if he was being serious and he said i couldn't seriously have expected him to buy a 17 year old a real brand new bmw and that we could discuss getting me a reasonably priced used car i said we had a deal and i fulfilled my end of it He said he did too, since I never said that the car had to be full-size and drivable. I said he wasn't being fair. His response? Life isn't fair. Ever since this happened, I've been distant with my dad. I honestly feel like he betrayed my trust and that he deliberately made a fool out of me. He keeps bringing up the idea of a used car, but I told him I'm not interested, which I admit is kind of petty. I have enough money saved that I can buy a cheap used car myself. And I just feel like if I accept one from him now, it's like saying that breaking his promise didn't matter and that he didn't do anything wrong. So, am I the jerk? No, absolutely not. That's not even up for discussion. A promise is a promise. It doesn't matter what he said. If that man, your father, cannot keep his word, then he doesn't deserve your respect. It's as simple as that in my opinion. How about this? One day when you're older and he wants you to come home for Christmas or something like that, you say, sure, I'll be there. Then just mail him a picture of you and say, oh, there I am. Uh, You didn't specify that I didn't actually have to be there physically. I'm there in spirit in a photo frame. It's a weird analogy, but that's kind of what's going on here, right? Like you said you'd do something and you use some stupid loophole to get away with it when in reality you're just being an idiot Don't get me wrong. Yeah, that is an expensive car for a 17 year old But it is also what you said So how about just don't say it in the first place and don't make empty promises? Am I the jerk for calling my sister cruel for her tattoo idea? My sister is 28 and i'm a 26 year old man My sister nikki has always had a strange relationship with our parents especially my mom I'm clearly not privy to the reasons because things are fine with me and my parents when nikki went to college She met her creative writing professor as a freshman and they got close immediately They would do a lot together and work closely on a few different writing projects Nikki never specifically said this but it was obvious to anyone who saw them interact that they had a substitute mother-daughter type relationship which hurt my mom a lot to see. I always thought she'd grow out of it or that the prof would move on, but 10 years later, they were still very close. About a month ago, the professor died unexpectedly, and it devastated Nikki. She was really depressed over the holidays, which of course was all in front of my mum, and was a difficult reminder that Nikki loved the prof as a mother way more than she ever loved my mum as a mother. She still talks to my parents and stuff, and they don't fight or anything, but Nikki is very distant and doesn't tell them anything about her life beyond the bare minimum. My mum tried to comfort Nikki, but Nikki was doing her distant thing and didn't want comfort. Something unfortunate that happened to Nikki is that when she got the call that she died, she was brewing tea. And in the shock of the news she spilled boiling water on her arm Which burned her kind of badly on her wrist I think the burn was like on the borderline of second and third degree and definitely still looked pretty rough during the holidays Nikki said it was especially hard because in addition to the physical pain every time she looks at it She's reminded of the moment. She found out the prof died which I totally get I was on FaceTime with Nikki and she said she talked to her tattoo artist friend who said that the burn should be able to heal well enough to get a tattoo over it. Nikki then excitedly told me about her idea, which is a type of flower that the prof gave her a bouquet of for her undergrad graduation. My mum was so embarrassed that day because she didn't get Nikki flowers, but the prof did. And Nikki was parading them around so happy and it was a reminder of their connection. I guess Nikki and the prof exchanged these flowers for every special occasion, like birthdays, etc. So now she wants to get a decent set Size tattoo and a highly visible spot of something that will remind everyone of the prof. I told Nikki that this seemed really cruel to my mum, who already feels cast aside and like she's an exile from Nikki and that's without the constant permanent reminder nikki kind of scoffed and said i can't believe you think you have the right to tell me not to do this she called me a jerk and hung up and is still not talking to me except for a very brief text saying congrats for a promotion i just got my parents aren't commenting my dad said i should have just kept quiet even though he agrees and my mum made no comment but seemed grateful that i stood up for her i feel like i was just being protective of my mum, but am i the jerk all right, I just had a look at the comments on reddit for this one because you know I'm always interested to see what people on reddit are saying before I give my opinion and I think we differ Slightly a lot of the comments are saying that OP, you are the jerk in this situation and I get it I really do. However, I think that's a little bit too strong to actually call you the jerk I don't think you're in the wrong for this really. I think in reality You're just misunderstanding your sister's situation because from your perspective I get it You feel like your sister is favoring someone else and that's unfair on your mum, who you have a good relationship and you don't quite understand it Perhaps but in reality you have to understand that your sister and your mum do not have anywhere near the same sort of relationship That you and your mum have and in actuality Your sister has been very lucky in her life to have someone come in and replace her mum for that role Because her mum for whatever reason hasn't been able to do it Nonetheless, it's clear that this person played a massive role in your sister's life and getting a tattoo in that exact area The timing of when you heard that person had died. Yeah, terrible But yeah, a great thing to do and I definitely wouldn't say that she shouldn't do that Look, I get it from your perspective. It's nice to stick up for your mum, and you probably don't get it But from her point of view that is probably maybe even the most important person in her life that's gone And she wants to remember them. Am I the jerk for not giving my daughter her education fund money? I am a 54 year old man and I have two children a 23 year old daughter and 21 year old son with my wife When the kids were young my parents set up education funds for both of them, which was very generous My wife and I always expected our kids to attend college and then graduate school as we've done I have a PhD, my wife has a master's. Because of this, we decided not to use the funds for our kids' undergrad degrees and didn't tell them about the money. My daughter has always been more into the liberal arts, while my son is more of a STEM guy. My wife and I worried about her ability to find a job, but she insisted on studying music and film in college She was accepted to some top schools and chose to attend a rather expensive one But she had scholarships to cover almost all of her tuition Everything else plus living expenses was her responsibility She lived in a very small apartment shared with friends in a not so nice area far from campus she was fine and learned how to budget effectively after graduating she luckily found a job that doesn't pay extremely well but she enjoys and scrapped the idea of grad school my son decided to do engineering and he also expressed that he had no interest in grad school my wife and i were disappointed but accepted it since at this point he's already all set up with a very good job when he completes school since he did not receive as many scholarships as his sister we decided to use his education fund to cover his tuition and living expenses He was able to get a large and nice apartment of his own close to the school which is important since his classes are so demanding and he needs a comfortable space to work my daughter was confused and asked how he could afford this and he told her about the education fund she called us and asked why she didn't have one and we told her she did we just didn't use it because we hoped she would attend grad school she seemed hurt by this and asked if there was any way she could have the money now We explained that there would be a fee to simply withdraw the money for non-education uses And if we chose to do that it would belong to her grandparents So they could put it towards their own use She's been quiet and short when answering our texts and hasn't answered our calls at all since then I know that it seems unfair to her but it's not really her money in the first place and she's no longer in college Plus her brother only received it for educational purposes and it wouldn't be right for her to just have it to spend now So am I the jerk now? I think it's pretty obvious in this spot that yes, op you are However, op has given us a couple of updates which we'll get to first before I give my overarching opinion update one I understand the consensus is that my wife and I are the jerks I texted my daughter to ask if she wanted us to withdraw the money for her and what she wanted to do This was her response. I don't care. Maybe they can transfer it to their other grandchild, who is five by the way, if the fee is seriously too much. I don't know about grad school. I haven't thought about it much recently. If I do apply, it wouldn't be for another couple years, and I hadn't been counting on having any financial help in the first place, so it really doesn't even matter. Thanks for asking though. Update two. My wife and I are discussing our daughter's response and our next actions to resolve this situation. For context, my wife has always had a strained relationship with my daughter and did not approve of many of her life choices. She believes we should take our daughter's words at face value and assume she no longer wants the money. From some of the responses here, I fear that my daughter's response was out of resentment and I suggested taking out as much money as her brother was given so at least they received the same amount, Yes, that is the obvious thing to do here. She could use it responsibly towards rents, groceries, transportation, etc. Or in some other way to further her career, so it would still be for educational purposes in a sense. My wife though is standing firm in her opinion and we will continue talking it through tomorrow Many have asked about where my parents stand on this at this point They're not mentally aware enough to really participate in the discussion They did know about our grad school stipulation and they thought it was fine They also knew that we took out some money for our son once we were certain he was not pursuing an advanced degree and they were fine with that as well They said it was our decision as parents what to do with our daughter's fund and they would support whatever we decided for her It wouldn't be useful to ask them what to do with it now, but I've always said that whatever is unused will go back to their care. I've tried to call my daughter with no luck, which is why I sent the text despite what many have said here I hope this does not end our relationship Well, mate, unless you fix up pretty quickly There's a lot of danger that it might I just don't understand how it took you such a long time to arrive at that conclusion that yes You should have at least given your daughter the same amount as you gave your son I'll have to have a look back through it But from what I could kind of gauge the first time reading it It didn't even seem as if your son was fully using the money on education He didn't go to grad school Same as your daughter. I don't really understand why there's a difference there. Okay, looking back now, fair enough. You used it to cover his tuition, but you also used it to cover his living expenses, but you didn't use your daughter's education fund to cover her living expenses. Like off the rip, that just doesn't seem fair to me. I don't care if she's got scholarships for her tuition fees. Like she's clearly clever. Why would you punish that? Clever and hardworking, I must say. You don't just get scholarships by being clever. That's for sure. Imagine hearing that your parents could have financially helped you and then they just chose not to. Like that is brutal. I'm sorry. And yeah, the more I think about it, if you want to have any relationship ongoing with your daughter you need to at least just send her the money right now probably all of it and just send it to her and then hopefully she'll give you some form of forgiveness am i the jerk for posting the reasons that i excluded some people from my child free wedding my sister got married last summer. She had a very elegant and beautiful wedding and reception planned. It was child-free. She sent gracious notes to everyone who sent their regrets and thanked them for understanding her desires for her wedding and respect them enough to RSVP in the negative. She also invited them to a party later that summer at her home if they wanted to take pictures with her and her wedding party in their fancy clothes. I thought it was well handled and classy. Several people didn't understand the meaning of child-free and brought their kids anyway. One screamed through the ceremony, and the mum would not leave the chapel because she did not want to cause a fuss. There were no extra places for them at the reception, so their parents had to share their food with them. The worst was the kid that wanted a cupcake off the table the wedding cake was on. He lost control and tipped the wedding cake onto the floor. My dad saved it, but there was a handprint on the lowest tier, and a lot of cupcakes hit the floor. All in all, it was four families that brought uninvited children. My wedding invitations just went out over Christmas. We're getting married in May. I know this is a long time, but we have a lot of out of town, country and even continent guests we hope will come. We did not invite these four families to our wedding. We have a Facebook group for the wedding for people to share pictures and memories that we might put in the wedding video. They found out about the group and posted to my personal page about being excluded and asked why we're not having them. I messaged them privately and asked them to take down their posts and explain that my wedding was smaller and I wasn't having as many guests as my sister. They went public again and complained about me excluding them for no good reason. So I posted the receipts. I also posted a video my cousin sent me of the kid crying during the ceremony and the parents doing nothing. The video of the kid freaking out because he had to share trout for supper. The before and after pictures of the wedding cake table. And I also asked if they knew in advance that they were not supposed to bring their kids to the wedding. Then everyone started piling on to them. I guess there was a lot of stuff I missed, including one of them changing a kid on the table with the guest book because the closest bathroom didn't have a baby station. Now they're calling me a jerk for embarrassing them for having children and wanting to be part of family events. I said that they could not understand why rules were in place, and that is why they were not invited. My uncle posted about how embarrassed he was that his daughter was one of these entitled jerks and offered to pay my sister for the cake that got wrecked he'd been unable to attend and hadn't heard about the cake so am i the jerk absolutely not very simple one here and to be honest i'm kind of just getting a bit angry thinking about this if your sister has gone through all that trouble to really politely say look guys you're our good friends We do not want your children here. It's my wedding. It's our day. I've made this decision. Yeah, it sucks for you because your kids can't be here. But I've made this decision on one of the most important days of my life. Do not bring your kids. And she said this in a lovely way. And then four different families bring their children. How angry would you be? Especially given the fact that they then seem to ruin the event. I mean, the handprint on the cake. The cupcakes on the floor. It just sounds devastating. It's a real shame. So I completely get why you did what you did. And and you do not want these people there. It's as simple as that. Ultimately... It's your wedding day, you decide who goes. And now for our final am I the jerk post of this episode. Am I the jerk for telling her to get over herself? I got a dog two years ago, a corgi, and she's very much so my sidekick. I've been with my fiance for five years. My fiance does like the dog, but she is currently pregnant and experiencing massive migraines and has been snapping at everything So every morning when I get up, I find my fiance already awake and at the table relaxing As soon as I get out of bed, my dog goes nuts It's like super energy where she's running sideways barking up a storm jumping from the bed to the floor a million times in the apartment to shake because it's old as anything etc And i'll just sit there and sing made-up songs to her and just screw around with her It's pretty noisy and I can be loud. It's just my way of interacting with my pets I also have adhd so i'm fully aware that I can be ridiculously loud and sometimes I simply forget to tone it down My fiance has complained about it a few times and I will absolutely try to tone it down for a while But as screwed up as it sounds the second she stops complaining and it's out of sight out of mind I start doing it again If I catch myself, I apologize immediately, but sometimes I don't even catch myself doing it So she's been getting up earlier than normal because she says she needs peace and quiet away from you and the dog Because she can't hear herself think when we get up and then she starts getting migraines and being overall annoyed But now she's complaining because I can sense her not in the bed anymore Probably after 20 minutes of her being gone and her warmth no longer being there And then I'm wide awake and the dog senses it and you know So she's now getting angry because she thinks i'm purposely not letting her have space and purposely annoying her with my behaviors I'm, not truly but it seems like it. I guess i've tried just laying in bed for a while so she can relax But I get stir crazy and I also don't feel like I should have to stay in bed So she can be alone when I live here, too, but she flipped this morning I felt her sneaking out of bed this morning at 5 a.m and tiptoe out of the room I watched her sit at the table with her book Well, the dog saw me awake and immediately goes ballistic jumping on the bed whining barking, etc She comes in and says will you guys calm down so I can have time to myself for once I just side-eyed her because i'm getting annoyed at this point with her demands. She says well I tell her to get over herself just because she's pregnant doesn't mean I have to change who I am or change how the household works all changed my dynamic with my dog She immediately left after telling me to go Screw myself and won't answer my calls She's been gone for six hours Well then a very interesting one to end I've got to say because up until that last little Point I genuinely didn't think that you Were necessarily being a massive Jerk op it felt to me more Like just a kind of conflict of character And I was questioning more whether you two should be Together in the first place which when you have a baby on The way is a pretty crazy thing to say but but uh, yeah that Was the opinion that I was kind of leaning towards But after seeing what you said at the end you're Definitely the jerk like you just didn't need to say any of that. Are you joking? You wouldn't change how you are or how you live because of your pregnant girlfriend wife, whoever she is. That is very selfish Surely when somebody is pregnant you have to concede some things and probably yeah Not be as crazy loud around them give them their time etc. Whatever they want really (laughs) It's a bit weird to say that but overall I would say the main thing is you guys just don't really seem that compatible You just seem completely different Maybe it worked for you before and maybe it will work for you again in the future But you need to find some sort of resolution and definitely give her the credit She deserves and favor her especially during this time when she's pregnant. Like, Are you nuts? Actually to be honest the more I think about it the more that you really could do so much about this like surely get up and then just leave the house. Go on a very long walk with your dog. Like, if you really cared and you were less selfish, you would find so many ways to get around this. And you could find a very easy solution to come to, which would enable your girlfriend, your wife, to, to have the time to herself and you to go and be loud and be crazy and your dog to go and, you know, exercise. Surely that's the solution. Train your dog, go on a dog walk. I don't know. Am I the jerk for telling my girlfriend that she needs to learn when to shut the frick up? I am a 24-year-old man and I've been dating my girlfriend for about five months. Every other month, my grandmother hosts a large family dinner with all my close relatives. She encouraged me to invite my girlfriend over for the dinner yesterday. For some context, my entire family and I are black, and my girlfriend is from a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant family. I was at the dinner yesterday and I went to go and hang out with my niece, who is seven, who I'm very fond of, and the rest of the kids to play Monopoly. My girlfriend tagged along. My niece was counting the play money to pass out to everyone, and when one of the other kids said something about how he wanted to be rich and get all the 500 bills my niece out of nowhere blurted out that she couldn't be rich because she's an n-word i was totally taken aback and i asked her who told her that apparently some bully at school said that to her on career day when they were sharing dream jobs and she said she wanted to be a rich president i told her that wasn't true at all and i hugged her and she started crying Then my girlfriend jumped in and told my niece that it's really important to forgive the boy who said that Because he probably wasn't trying to be mean and was just confused I was totally shocked and I told her she needs to stop trying to justify what happened She then tried to hush me and started baby talking my niece and said that she should also try to be nicer to all the kids at school because Kindness goes both ways I was totally livid at this point and I pulled my girlfriend aside and quietly but angrily told her she needs to learn when to shut the frick up She started getting riled up at me and started rambling about how statistics are on her side I don't know what the heck she meant. I wasn't really processing what she was saying But I told her to get out of my grandma's home and just leave already She drove me here in her car and I was planning to hitch a ride home with my brother this morning I got multiple calls from my girlfriend's sisters calling me an abusive and trashy idiot I know my words were harsh, but I thought my girlfriend was talking in a disgusting manner to my niece So am I the jerk? Okay, then an interesting start to the episode Now look, don't get me wrong. You could have said this in a more polite way, of course. However, given the circumstances I think you did the right thing. I mean, you're just right, aren't you? What on earth is she going on about? Someone has literally been racially abused at school a kid and you're saying Just be nice to everyone. Pretty much saying that it's their fault for getting bullied. Like, what is that logic? Also, if anything, the fact that you're saying this has happened more than once, not in this exact context, but you know, has happened like this before. Maybe she needs a strong reaction. Maybe she needs to be told to just shut the F up so that she'll listen once and for all and stop giving her stupid opinion when it's really not warranted and just not needed. Final question, why is she your girlfriend? If my girlfriend did this, I'd be like, you are just so brain dead, we're done instantly. So maybe that's a step too far from from my perspective, but that's just what i'm thinking here anyway Let's carry on am I the jerk for making our 17 year old daughter clean our horses stools against her will We recently got two horses my younger daughter who was 13 wanted them as she's been learning to ride my older daughter The 17 year old was against them She's much more princessy and didn't want to deal with the mess and chores that come with horses But we told her it wouldn't be something she'd have to deal with and that her younger sister promised to take care of all of it Well recently Recently, the older daughter has been disrespectful at home and staying out too late and her grades have been slipping. We warned her to shape up, but last week when we heard that she'd been needlessly insulting to her younger sister while I was out running errands, I told her that she'd be cleaning out the stable each day for the next week as punishment and that her sister would get a break. She got really upset and offended and said we promised she'd never have to go in there or have to scoop horse poop. I said I promised it wouldn't be one of your chores, of course, but obviously a punishment is supposed to be something out Outside of your normal chores and something you won't like and I thought it was perfectly fair here She's been doing it three days now But seems to be very resentful of our broken promise acting very disgusted and she keeps begging to get out of the rest of it But I said I thought it's very fair and that she is overreacting So am I the jerk? And there we go guys our first jerk of the episode in my opinion, of course Feel free to disagree with me in the comments down below if you have different feelings But for me, there are so many different punishments that you could give your daughter like literally anything You could keep her in her room. You could make her cook everything, you know Genuinely anything you could do. However, what you've done here despite giving her a punishment that you know without context seems fair It's just gone back on literally a promise that you told her it's just going against your very word that you said to her back in the day. So that is just, it's just going to cause way more problems than just giving her another random punishment, which would have had the same effect. The more I think about it, it is a little bit crazy. You bought two horses for your younger daughter, promising the older daughter she would never have to even be involved in their care whatsoever. Yet you broke your promises and now she's involved in their care. Yeah, something tells me that there might be a favorite child here anyway, and that maybe the oldest child is acting the way they're holding because they are resenting your parenting and the fact that they're not getting favored. I don't know. Maybe I'm jumping to conclusions there once again. Let me know if you agree down below. Am I the jerk for moving out when my parents ask me to pay rent? I am a 23-year-old and I'm the oldest of five siblings, a full-time student. I also have a part-time job in my field, but when I complete my degree, my employer will take me on full-time. I make enough from part-time to pay for school and put money aside. My siblings range from 10 to 20 years old. Both of our parents work full-time. I've taken on a lot of the responsibilities for keeping everything running in the house. I do the grocery shopping, the laundry, as well as making suppers and doing meal prep so everyone has lunches ready to take every day i also get all my siblings to do their part with regards to household chores for example my youngest brother is responsible for feeding and walking the dogs so i make sure that there is dog food in the storage and poop bags on the leash my dad works very long hours and my mum works nine to five at a hard job over christmas i had a chance to buy a ps5 for myself so i did The rest of my family is still using a shared PS4. I keep mine in my room and I do not share. My parents started fielding complaints from my oldest brother about how I made so much money and I don't share the things I buy for myself. Totally true, by the way. So they had a talk with me where they brought this up. I pointed out how much of the household work I did and they said it wasn't fair that I was earning so much money without contributing. They told me how much they expected from me. I went to my room and did the math. If I gave them what they wanted, I would have about $800 a month left over. If I dropped a couple of classes next semester, I could go to almost full-time hours with my employer and it would only be one more year until I graduated with my second degree. But I could afford my own place and I would have way more free time and disposable income so i packed up and moved out everything i owned fit in my car i stayed at an airbnb for two weeks until i could get everything sorted with an apartment school and work it was great i'm not gonna lie i may have gone a little overboard on tinder i couldn't have women over to my parents house i just moved into my own apartment i'm staying part-time until i finish this semester i will work full-time over the summer and go to a lighter class load and then have higher work hours in the fall My oldest brother has now been tasked by my parents to do everything I used to do. His chores have been split up with the other three. They're all fuming at me for moving out. My parents are upset that I left them in the lurch. My siblings are mad that they all have more chores. My oldest brother is especially salty because he has no free time to see his girlfriend and she isn't allowed in the house when my parents aren't home. I'm enjoying my free time. I bought myself a plant from Ikea. I feel bad for screwing them all over, but it didn't make sense for me to do all that work And pay rent on top. Yeah, definitely not the jerk for me. The fact that you left them in the lurch should clearly be assigned to them to show them how much you were contributing. I don't understand. Like the things you've listed as to you doing in the house, on top of everything else that you're doing, studying, working part-time, how do they not realize how much you were contributing? I don't really get that. This might be a little bit crazy as a statement but to me it just sounds like they're a bit angry that they lost their slave you were doing so much stuff like an insane amount of stuff good for you for knowing your worth and and saying you know what actually i could probably get a better deal out of this i am let me just check 23 i'm pretty okay with moving out now and having a lot more free time and making a lot more money goodbye am i the jerk for pulling my daughter from a water park trip because her teacher made her stay with a kid she doesn't like My daughter, Brynn, who is 9, is going on a trip to a nearby water park with her class next week. She loves water and has been talking about it for months, so I was a bit thrown off when she came home crying a few days ago telling me she doesn't want to go. I asked her why and she wouldn't tell me because she thought I'd think she's a bad person. When I finally coaxed out of her, she said her teacher, Miss N, has forced her to be the buddy of her classmate Ben for the entirety of the trip. She was to ride the bus with Ben to and from the trip, eat lunch with him, and go on all the rides with him instead of spending time with her friends. She then said that nobody likes Ben because he whines whenever they have to do work and picks his nose and wipes boogers everywhere. I was horrified, not only because Mrs. N had made Bryn do such a thing, but also because she'd made her believe she was a bad person for not wanting to. Unfortunately, this wasn't my first experience with Miss N, as she frequently used my soft-spoken, intelligent older daughter as a behavior buffer for the naughty boys, until I threatened to report her to the superintendent. It's clear to me that Miss N is still too comfortable with enforcing archaic roles on her kids and forcing girls to do unpaid emotional labor for the sake of the boys i immediately sent miss n an email condemning her actions she sent me back an email with a bunch of bs that basically ended with if Bryn goes on the trip she has to be ben's buddy fine i informed her Bryn wouldn't be attending then i immediately booked vip tickets the same day her class was going so she could still go to the park and see her friends genius idea what happened next i wasn't expecting Britain is quite popular, so I've gotten to know a lot of the mums in her class. When I let them know what Miss N did, some of them were so horrified that they also pulled their kids out of the trip. In total, eight kids out of a class of 20 are either not going or going with us. Today, I got an email from Mrs. N saying that because almost half of the class isn't going, they either have to raise the cost for the other students or not go at all. She practically begged me to let Bryn go and tell all the other parents to let their kids go, promising she wouldn't make Bryn do anything she didn't want to do. I told her she should have thought about that before she tried to make my daughter do her job. My husband said that I was being a bit petty and that Miss N clearly feels bad about what she did. And I should let Bryn go as I've already got on my way. He asked me if I really wanted to deprive my children of what they've been waiting for all year The thing is if this wasn't miss n's first offense I probably would have agreed but she has a pattern of this type of behavior and hopefully this will put a stop to it Plus if she has to explain this to her superiors, I have receipts. Is my husband right or am I justified? Well, as I said while reading there, an absolutely genius plan right there and I really hope you went through with it If anything, you should all still go on your own without miss n and the rest of the students Yeah, maybe that's a little bit unfair on the rest of the students. I understand, but you're so right Miss n is literally using your daughter to do her job It is literally her job to take control of the class and make sure that the boys are behaving well. The fact that she can't do that without using your daughter, and you're right, this is emotional slavery, if anything, is nuts. And she's clearly bad at her job. If anything, it seems to me that the teacher isn't actually feeling that bad about what she did and how she acted and how she used Bryn. She's more worried about the repercussions of not going on the school trip, probably with her superiors and getting in trouble there, which is just not a very good sign. But hey, well done for sticking up for your daughter though. Am I the jerk for not inviting my unsupportive sister to my wedding? I, a 24-year-old woman, got engaged to derek a 30 year old man one month ago prior to that we'd known each other for six months i know that's not a long time but when you know you know we're madly in love and ready to commit ourselves to each other fully my sister though has a problem with that she was supportive of my relationship with derek before we got engaged when i sent her a text telling her we were engaged she responded by saying congratulations but then when I saw her the week after that she got all serious and said I should strongly consider the marriage She told me I was young and could meet people I loved more that was offensive to me because I loved derek more than anything and she's basically saying my love isn't that important She also told me that derek and I could date for longer before we got married But we're already fully committed to each other So we might as well get married and be recognized as soulmates in the eyes of the law. Anyway, the conversation was so hurtful to me I eventually asked her very directly Do you support me marrying derek? She said no So I stood up told her she shouldn't be at the wedding if she didn't want us to get married and left I haven't talked to her since although she has texted me multiple times asking to talk Derek and I were working on the wedding guest list yesterday and we both agreed my sister should not come if she doesn't support us So we're planning not to invite her I mentioned this to my friend yesterday and she pointed out that it may be a little rude of me not to invite her so Am I the jerk for not inviting my unsupportive sister to my wedding? Yeah, uh, six months at the age of 24. I mean, that's just obvious. Like, what are you doing? You have to be in a relationship for more than six months with a person. Anything could change after six months. Six months is like do do even really fully know someone after six months I would argue probably not maybe after a, a year still that'd be pretty soon But after a year you could say okay, I know them pretty well. Let's get married But that's still like in my in my head I'm thinking at least a couple of years at the very minimum ideally three four five. There's no rush either like it seems to me that maybe it's the age gap but you are 24 and derek is 30 there is literally no need for you to rush and your sister is completely right also it just seems like she has your best interest at heart i don't really agree when she says that you could find someone that you love more that's not a nice thing to say because who knows derek literally could be your soulmate, but. Saying, wait a bit, there's no rush, is completely fair advice, and the way that you've gone about acting with that information is just not very nice. Am I the jerk for telling a girl to stop wasting food? I am a 21 year old woman, and I usually always sit with the same group of people in my university's dining area. There's this girl who I've talked to a few times, but I'm not really friends with her. She's kind of quiet but when she finally talks, she seems normal. I sat across from her a few times and noticed how she was eating because it was weird to me. She eats maybe half of her food. Keep in mind, you control the amount of food. It's cooked by the cafeteria staff buffet style. She could easily take less and she kind of plays with it with her fork when she's done, AKA eating half of it, sometimes even less. I didn't say anything for a while, but a few weeks ago, I had to ask her why she always only ate half her food she seemed embarrassed but she answered that she thought she was more hungry and laughed it off i then asked her why she made this mistake every time we ate and that she must have learned by now she didn't really answer i don't actually remember but it wasn't actually an explanation and left pretty quickly she doesn't really show up that much anymore but when she does she still eats like this and i couldn't hold it in anymore i asked her once again and i also asked her if her parents never told her not to play with her food It was a genuine question. Some people are raised in households where manners aren't important, but obviously they are for most people. She got really mad at me and told me to stop commenting on her eating habits and that it was none of my business. I told her that it absolutely was since she was sitting at our table and obviously wasting food. She told me to go screw myself and left and threw out the rest of her food again. After she left, one of my friends told me to leave her alone as she seemed like she was having a hard time and maybe she had some sort of issue with food. Yeah, obviously, She has an issue with food. She keeps wasting it. She hasn't shown up again I'm assuming she buys her own food now, which might teach her not to waste it So that's good the same friend who told me to leave her alone keeps pestering me to apologize to her But I think she should apologize to me She's unnecessarily rude when being asked the most basic and obvious questions and also she told me to go and screw myself That is way more harsh than anything i've ever told her Keep in mind that I care a lot about food waste and the environment So am I the jerk for telling a girl to stop wasting food? Ah, this is a tough one. I mean, it's not really it's just it's just not your business Ultimately, she could have an eating disorder. She could have anything going on in her life There's no real need to get at her especially after the first time I think asking once maybe it's a little bit too much anyway But asking once and just saying look do you need to do that? It's probably just about okay. I still wouldn't necessarily advise it but then going again And after seeing that, you know, she's not coming in anymore, she might have some problems, whatever it may be, it's just not really your business as much as you care about not wasting food and the environment, which fair enough, I I completely get that. Am I the jerk for yelling at my girlfriend to stop freaking eating? I am a 28-year-old man and my 23-year-old sister runs a bakery business and she's been struggling lately to keep up with orders because she's been short-staffed. She does a lot of orders for wedding cakes that require custard or marmalade fillings and I offered to help her out by making these fillings at home And bringing them to her so she has less work to do Unfortunately the past four times I've made these fillings My girlfriend has literally dipped her fingers Into the filling jars and contaminated them Because in her words, she just wanted to try some I've tried explaining to her that she can't dip her fingers in and contaminate the entire batch Because then I have to remake it I said she should use a spoon and take some out of it if she wants to try so bad But she just pouts and says that she likes using her fingers because it takes her back to her childhood Today I was trying to finish some chocolate custard to send over to my sister really quickly Because she was running late on a wedding cake order for an important client I told my girlfriend beforehand to not eat the custard. And if she really wanted to, to please use a spoon. I get out of the shower and what do I see? She has her fingers in it again. I totally lost it because this is the fifth time that she's blatantly disregarded what I said. And I yelled at her and told her to stop freaking eating the food I'm making because it's not for her, and she is contaminating it. She started crying and got mad at me for fat-shaming her, even though I made no comment on her weight, and she has no history of weight issues or eating disorders. Look, I know I was harsh, but she kept pushing my limits. So, am I the jerk? No, what is she doing? The point that she's making about it, feeling like she's going back to her childhood, okay, sure, but we did a lot of things when we were children that you're not allowed to do as adults. For example, um, peeing on the- law no i never did that as a child another example would have been better there but you know what i mean and yeah it's not fat shaming it's just saying please can you not eat out of something that's going to contaminate it for my sister like how obvious is that what a weird woman am i the jerk for demanding my girlfriend tells me her author's pen name i am a 32 year old man and i've been dating siobhan who is also 32 for six months now she's always been very vague about what she does for a living She'd say things like writing and she'd work from home writing, but recently one of her friends mentioned something and I finally dragged it out of her. She's an author. She writes self-published romance and erotica stories and novels, and while not rich, she's able to make a living out of it. I googled her name and couldn't find anything, so I confronted her about this. She said she's writing under a pen name, so I demanded she gives it to me so I know what she does. She refuses, saying she doesn't want it to be leaked, even by accident, and that nobody knows. I accused her of not trusting me, and she still refused, which was really annoying. I tried a nicer approach, and I told her that I want to know her fantasies so I can try it out with her. And she told me that what she writes aren't her fantasies, but her readers, and she's still not going to tell me. At night, I tried to check her laptop for her pen name, but she changed her passwords before bed. I was annoyed and told her that clearly she doesn't trust me and it's not fair because I have a right to know what she writes Especially since it's a sensitive topic and I don't know her if I don't know her pen name She was furious that I tried to look at her laptop and told me to go home before leaving I told her when she calls to apologize. I expect to get her pen name with the apology She called me a jerk on my way out. I thought she'd call by now, but she hasn't My sister told me that I was the jerk and that I should apologize But I just don't see it or the need to second opinion then was I the jerk? And this is why she probably has a pen name in the first place to avoid annoying harassment from people like you I will say though It is a little bit strange that you don't know or didn't know what she did for work for six months of dating Like that is odd normally that's something you establish pretty much instantly at least on a first date. I mean, that's been my experience, who knows? Maybe I'm getting it all wrong, guys, who knows? Maybe I have to just wait for six months and then ask them. However, the fact of the matter is, you are being very controlling. It's not up to you to know yeah, I agree with you like you probably should know given that you're her boyfriend But still it's not up for you to know it's, it's up for her entirely to tell you when she wants or never at all So unfortunately, yeah, you are being the jerk your sister is correct Am I the jerk for asking my parents for their entire estate if they want me to be my sister's guardian? I am a 23 year old woman and i've been told my entire life that if anything happens to my parents I will be my sister's guardian she is 33 and has some disabilities she's currently living in a group home the government pays for a good portion of the cost but not all my parents have made sure that they have access every resource available for her to make sure she has as good a life as she can we were visiting her last weekend when they brought it up again now my parents are both reasonably healthy but they both have had health scares in the last couple of years they once again said that i would be her guardian I'll be giving this a fair bit of thought. I have two older brothers. They're both married and established in their careers. They would be better choices than I. I want to go and see the world. I'm lucky enough that my job can be done from anywhere that I can access the internet. When we went to sort dinner, I brought it up and said that I had three ideas. One, they make all three of us her guardians so that we can split the responsibilities and duties. Two, they leave their entire estate to my sister in a trust that will oversee her care and three They leave me the entire estate with the proviso that I become her sole guardian and take full responsibility Minus sentimental stuff for the rest of my family. Obviously I thought that was fair since it's not like they're rich and their estate will mostly consist of their house and the insurance policies They took out when they realized the long-term cost of care for my sister but they said that I'm trying to shirk my responsibility to my sister and that I'm greedy for trying to get everything. I had one last suggestion and they really hated it. I said that they were welcome to cut me completely out of their will, but that had to include guardianship of my sister. They could leave everything to her and my brothers, but that meant that I would be completely free of responsibility for her care." My dad got really angry and my mum was crying when I left My brothers both called me to say I was being a jerk springing this on my parents And that I was being greedy trying to keep them and their families from getting anything when our parents pass away I asked both of them if they wanted 100% responsibility for our sister in return for the entire estate I volunteered to sign away everything to them. Neither one of them took me up on the offer interesting one here i'm not entirely sure what's going on why you're the one that's being singled out over your brothers why they continue to keep telling you every time they see you it seems by the way you are going to be the one that is going to be their guardian when we die her guardian your sister's guardian when we die it's a bit morbid isn't it like if they're in good health yeah they had health scares, fair enough but if they're overall in good health and the fact is you're 23 you have a sister who's 33 they can't be that old right i mean the oldest they can possibly be as in both of them would be maybe in their 70s but even that's not it's not too old by the by the current standards of age i don't know it is a weird one comment down below what do you think is really going on here i've got no idea clearly maybe it's a sexist thing that's what some of the comments are saying it's pretty obvious your brothers are like oh what are you doing that's so bad you don't care okay you do it then oh No, we actually don't want to do it. There you go. It's as simple as that. Maybe it is sexism. I don't know. One thing's for sure. You're not the jerk. Am I the jerk for screaming at my pregnant fiance for not helping me find my dog who would run off? My fiance, who is a 28-year-old woman, is currently five months pregnant and has been both fatigued and nauseous lately. I get why she didn't want to help me look for the dog, but I can't get over the lack of empathy and bordering on selfish behavior of this either. My dog is a six-year-old Healer Corgi mix, and she runs off at least once a week. Usually, my fiance will help me find her, but it's not without protest. I honestly didn't even know how she was getting out of our fence yard So I installed cameras and found that she was scaling the eight-foot fence I ended up attaching spinners to the top of the fence thinking that would solve the issue But it didn't I brought her out today and was playing with her when my phone rang I was inside just long enough to grab my phone and my dog had gotten out I immediately went in search for her thinking that she couldn't have gotten far but i couldn't find her anywhere so i went back to the house and asked my fiance, who was curled up on the sofa to come and help me she immediately said no she said that she was tired of chasing the dog that she isn't dealing with it anymore and that i should have been out there watching her i explained to her that i had been watching her and that i simply stepped away for two seconds to grab my phone just inside the sliding door and then she escaped But she said again that it wasn't her problem and she's not exhausting herself anymore to search for my dog I won't even say it was unexpected because as I said in the past She's always had a problem with helping me search, but she's never just said no She's just complained about it. at first. I went and searched myself after maybe half an hour I came back and asked her again to come help me and she snapped i said no i'm so tired of chasing that dog around multiple times a week when i'm already exhausted and throwing up constantly i was panicked and unleashed some yelling which involved me telling her that she was a female dog who lacked empathy and that i was thoroughly disappointed with my decision to be with someone so heartless it was out of pure fear and panic on my part and i did apologize later after i found my dog but she said go freak yourself and she won't talk to me so am I the jerk? Everyone is on my side except my sister who says that i'm a freaking idiot because it's not my pregnant fiance's Responsibility to chase around your freaking mutts and she said that she would have left immediately if her boyfriend ever said What I did to my fiancé. Oof, we have another jerk guys and girls by a clear mile I'm, I'm sorry. Like the fact is she's helped you out so many times before now She's in a terrible spot with her own health. She's not going to want to jump up and help you is she I say terrible spot She's pregnant, but you know what I mean? Like she's nauseous. She feels ill. She's not going to want to keep doing this every other day. It seems like running around after your dog that you just can't keep within the confines of your own home. Now, if anything, it's on you to train your dog. I'm sorry. If they keep escaping, you're not doing enough. And ultimately, that's unfair on the dog as well because it can't be that fun for the dog to keep escaping and then being worried about where they are. And you've gotta go and keep chasing it. It escapes after two seconds of you going inside. That's just a training thing, right? If a dog is well-trained and you leave them alone for two seconds, they're not gonna look to jump over the fence. Yeah, you need to train your dog and let your pregnant fiance rest. Am I the jerk for not canceling my plans after my boyfriend learned about his diagnosis? I am a 25 year old woman and I work in event planning. So I always get invites or tickets to go to high-end events There was a huge event coming up that I was really excited to go to I asked my boyfriend who was 27 three days before the event to accompany me and he said yes So originally the plan was my boyfriend my stepsister and myself on the day of the event He said he had a doctor's appointment. So he isn't sure if he could still attend I said no problem and I waited for him to return home a couple of hours later, he texted me and said he has something to tell me. I got worried and called him immediately. I asked him if everything was okay and he said he was diagnosed with anemia so i will have to take supplements. I expressed how sorry I was and spoke to him for about two hours. Gave him pep talks, told him I'm here if he needs me, reassured him that I will always love him, etc. I then asked if he would still like to attend the event with me to take his mind off of things, to which he responded that he doesn't like the artist performing, so he'd rather go to another event. I said, no problem, I'll go with my stepsister alone. He got upset and hung up. I called him back, but he started an argument about how I'm selfish for going out while he's going through something. I told him that I already made the plans with my stepsister and I can't back out now if she's depending on me. I also don't drink so I have to be the sober driver and if I didn't go then she couldn't. I told him that this event is the only event my sister really wants to attend and I promised her that I would take her months prior. I even told him I'll see him the next day and he said be safe and hung up i got to the event at around 11 and spent the entire event alone just sitting down and watching the show by myself having food and drinks when i returned home at around 2 a.m i called him and he was awake playing video games his first words were look who cares about me again i said i'm too tired for this and he responded by saying that of course i'm tired i went out without him knowing he's upset but i love partying and meeting new people so much that i didn't think to stay with him on the phone I told him he's being ridiculous and I would have stayed if it were just us who plan to go He said my priorities are off and i'm an ignorant jerk. Keep in mind I don't attend parties unless it's with my family and I only attend events a few times a year So am I the jerk for not staying on the phone with him and attending the event instead? Now i'll be honest guys when I read the title of this post, I was thinking cancer like that is just where my mind went instantly and then I was thinking well yeah maybe you are the jerk if you haven't cancelled your plans after your boyfriend has learned that he might have terminal cancer or even just cancer in general yeah maybe you are however anemia is I don't want to say it not that serious but it's not life-threatening that's for sure it also can be completely controlled with supplements and you can have a full quality of life most of the time if you deal with it correctly it's not 100% 100% serious I'm, I'm saying all this with the with the knowledge that i don't want to you know like be patronizing you get what i'm saying it's not it's no cancer i mean also we can just judge from what the doctors said right they've sent you home straight away with supplements and that's it from what i can gauge there's no other need to do anything else so take the supplements you'll be okay that's the general line of thinking so no where you the jerk, especially given all the other stuff about your sister and the fact that you don't do this too often and it's been planned, and you're the designated driver, etc, etc. For me, no, not the jerk. And now for our final post of this episode. Am I the jerk for telling my fiance that my friend's trauma is more important than her comforts? My best friend lost a parent a year and a half ago, which led him to a mental health crisis. Our friend group has been picking up the pieces ever since He's doing much better now that he's in therapy, but he's definitely gone through it What has complicated matters worse is my fiance It goes without saying that I love her, but she is the definition of a busybody sometimes My best friend is a very private person Now she knows that something happened with him, but she doesn't know the details of what that something is She probably never will But because she's around me and my friends often as my fiance and I live in the same house She hears bits and pieces of the story and presses for more information I try to circumvent this as best as I can for example I step out of the room for specific phone conversations But still it's hard to limit the discussion about it sometimes if it's necessary to bring up and she's around in person We'll refer to the nolan situation without giving specifics nolan will also stop by my place at night when he can't sleep Now this doesn't happen all that often, maybe twice a month. He'll text me or call me saying he's outside. I'll go and sit with him and maybe smoke a little bit and then he'll head home. I'll wait up until I know he's got home safely, then I go back to sleep. My fiance hates this. She claims the phone calls always wake her up. They don't she just sometimes happens to wake up for the bathroom while i'm outside and that me not being in bed is Alarming this brings us to last night Nolan stopped by and when I came back inside my fiance said she was putting a stop to it She said all the sneaking around is making her paranoid. She doesn't feel like she can properly trust me or be a part of my friend group without knowing the details and that Nolan needs to stop relying on me so much. I told her that no matter whether we're married, dating, whatever, she will never have any ownership over my friend's trauma and that she was never going to be able to order me around in regards to it. I also said her comfort was less important than someone's actual physical well-being She was obviously hurt by this and went to stay with her mum after work today So am I the jerk? Okay, now i'll be honest with this one My mind changed during the reading of it because the title suggests that yes, you know Friends trauma is obviously more important than than your fiance's comfort. I agree with that wholeheartedly However, it's not really about that. The more I read there the more I was thinking you and your friendship group Yeah, fine, it's a completely private matter, I get that But what you're doing is you're just completely alienating and isolating your fiancé Who should be the person that, you know, you talk to the most and confide in the most Not saying that you need to tell your fiancé all about the ins and outs and the details of Nolan's trauma That is not what you need to do. However, speaking in code to your friends, whenever she's in the room and saying, no, 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 you can't hear about this. Like pretty much just saying, you're not allowed to hear this. Go to another room and let us talk about it. During a period of time over years, that is gonna be very annoying and therefore i understand why she's like you know what i'm done with this it's not even about the fact that it's waking her up in the middle of the night and the sneaking around sort of stuff it is just what she's saying there how can she properly trust you and your friendship group when she has no idea what's really going on and none of you even want to speak to her about it at all even give her any sort of inclination that's kind of what i'm thinking there i don't know about that one though it is a little bit of a dubious one but i quite like ending these episodes on dubious ones because then you lot can get in the comments and tell me right from wrong please do there's one thing that i was gonna mention but i wasn't really sure about but i will anyway is the fact that nolan uh, it is. i don't know if it's too harsh to say it kind of feels like nolan is now using this trauma slightly as some form of emotional leverage like showing up to your apartment twice a month and just like staying over Look, you're a great friend for letting him do that but i feel like you know it's it's been a year and a half now at some point that's gonna get a bit weird for the fiance so fair enough I don't know. That that is a contentious one. Comment down below, guys. I don't want to offend, so I'm going to leave it there. But look, you lot let me know. Am I the jerk for removing my daughter's bedroom door because she won't stop slamming it? i am a 40 year old woman and i have three kids maggie who is 14 levi who is 12 and charlie who is 10. levi and charlie share a bedroom and maggie has her own room as the oldest and also only girl maggie is a great kid she does her homework helps with chores without too much complaints and doesn't bug her brothers too much the issue is that she will not stop slamming her bedroom door when she gets up to use the bathroom at night she slams her bedroom door on her way out and back in when she gets up in the morning or goes to bed at night she slams it pretty much any time she enters or exits her room the door gets slammed and it's only her door none of the other doors in the house it shakes the walls and frequently wakes up everyone else her brother's room shares a wall with hers and our bedroom is directly above theirs we've talked to her about it and asked her very politely to please be more mindful about it because it's disturbing the rest of us But it's in one ear and out the other we tried being more forceful about it saying that if she continues to slam her door There will start to be consequences still nothing changes It all came to a head the other night when she got up to use the bathroom and all four of us were woken up by the slamming I have to be up at 5 a.m. for work and i've had enough of the broken sleep and came downstairs and knocked on the door She opened it and said what with such attitude. It took a lot of self-control not to start yelling I told her as calmly as I could that if she slammed that door one more time She was going to come home and find it gone She proceeded to yell at me to leave her alone and then slammed it five times as hard as she could well, the next day, Friday, she went to school, and my husband and I both had the day off. So, we took the door off the frame and installed a curtain rod with a nice heavy curtain over the door instead. She came home and freaked the F out. She said we're being emotionally abusive and taking away her right to privacy. She sulked all weekend and won't talk to us now. My mother says that I'm the jerk here because I overreacted, but she doesn't have to deal with the house shaking. I want to add that we completely respect each other's privacy in our house, which is why we hung up a heavy curtain and made sure that we couldn't see through it or around it. We even put little velcro pieces on the walls and curtain sides so it stays in place She still has her physical privacy, which she is absolutely entitled to but can't slam a piece of fabric We also have never and still don't just go into her room unannounced and we still knock on the wall to ask permission to enter We've told her we'll happily put her door back on once she agrees to respect the no slamming rule So am I the jerk? Now when I first saw the title of this one, I immediately agreed with your daughter that this was emotional abuse and you were completely destroying her privacy that she is entitled to. But obviously when you read it, it becomes pretty apparent that she's just being a horrible little whiny teen and she deserves this and that as soon as she says, yeah, I'm not going to slam it anymore, the door will be back. It's not that hard just don't slam your door. I mean she is literally interrupting everyone's sleep Just take away the thing that is interrupting the sleep and yeah She'll have to change simple as that all that to say you're definitely not the jerk Let's move on and there we go guys that is gonna do it for three hours of some of the very best Am I the jerk stories no doubts one of my favorite subreddits at the moment if you can comment down below for each and Every story I just read out and let me know your thoughts jerk or not the jerk I want to know if you've sat through the entirety of this, then do it. I will give you a heart and I may just pin one of you if you go through every single story and give me your thoughts. It's a challenge I'm setting you. Good luck. Subscribe, like, follow for more. And I'll see you guys later with some more Reddit stories. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science?